Um, oh yeah, bring it like a, like a fist, the fist away. Um, welcome really? back, ladies Hello. and gentlemen, to another episode of Tea Time. Uh, what day is it? Tuesday, the seventh of November, nine fifty-five in the is AM, twenty twenty-three. Let's go. Can confirm. Today I have with me Ben. Hello. What's going on? Uh, and uh, do you want to be identified? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and nobody else. No one uh, else. Absolutely nobody else. Just us. Um, but yes, you you're a yachtist. You're a big yachty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is that like? Oh right. man. Just go off. Okay. Going off queen. Well, what yeah. is life like? Okay. So. Think of, you know, just a regular bird leaving the nest, but the bird is terribly, terribly scared of the uh, ocean. Uh-huh. And so you, the bird goes, I'm going to work on it, but at the same time, the bird misses out on everything happening at home with uh-huh. all the other nests, because the bird's out here on the ocean. Uh-huh. Maybe that's not the best analogy. I was it? Yeah, you kind of start. You like, started like mid of mid conversation, I think, with the like what? Okay, so like we'll, we'll get into the the social aspects of it because I think that's what you're talking about. But like, what, what, so what? Like, I mean, is it? You know, it sounds like it's fun at times. Like, are rich people weird? Are rich people as smart as people think they are? Or they're just like idiots who just got lucky. There are two types of people that that own and charter these larger vessels and so i would say that you know there are those who can afford it and then those who cannot there are some people who will charter the boat and they will throw as many parties as they can in that week and invite as many different friends as they can telling everyone that it is their boat and then you have those who own the boat and try and make sure that no one knows they own the boat (laughs) and so you know, is that like when you hear somebody like say lies like that, or you're just like, yeah, he owns the boat. Like, or do you just like keep your mouth shut? Yeah, it's kind of like when you're a cashier and you just hear someone on the phone just saying some crazy stuff. You're like, whatever, that's their thing. You know, <laughs> it's not um, my job. Yeah, yeah, in a way. Like, if if I was to go out of my way and say, hey, now you don't you don't own this boat, call him out in front of all of his buddies. That might affect a tip. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, are they kind? I would say. Hold on, I have to. Bless you. Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, I would say that they are actually some of the nicest. Well, the nicest honors. and kindest. Well, I would say nice because they have had no need. Short of like, you know, at the end of the charter, they take the crew out for dinner, mm-hmm. which is a very kind thing of them to do. Um, but. You know, in terms of kindness, very kind, nice, very nice. I mean, you know, we're there to make sure that they have a good experience, and it's those who can afford it who are very happy with what they're getting because they know what they paid for. Like, I can afford this. Mm-hmm. I can throw this money around. If it's a bad experience, that's that's dare I say, you know, a bad lunch for us. How much is like a standard charter, like like with the food and all the accoutrement that go along with it? Uh, that one is interesting. So, for the boat and crew, uh, depending on size, for this one, it's 40 to 50k for a week, but that is just the boat and just the crew. No so, gas. 
no fuel, no food, nothing. So on top of that, there's also an APA, which is basically our allowance. So we get to, uh, you know, you say, here's another 20K or another 50K. Here's 150K. That's going to cover all of our dockage. Any down to, like, tipping the dock hands, uh-huh. all of that is APA. But at the same time, w- while it is our allowance, what's, uh, you know, in order to look out for the guests, we try to not be spending all of it to keep asking, like, hey, give us more APA, because there are some guests who will run out of it on day two, because they've had just such a large alcohol order that they've, they've maxed out, you know, a $30,000 APA in, they like, don't, two like, seconds. They don't buy the alcohol. They just give you all the money, and they say, you set up the party, you get us alcohol, you get us to the dock, you get us where we want to go and do everything. Yes. Here's all the money you figured out. Yep. And so you, you're you obliged to figure out all the tipping. Even if they were like, I didn't want to tip anybody, you'd be like, ah, that's not how that works. Um, They don't really have to worry about that, dare I say. Um, if you give a dollar to someone and they give like 10 cents of it to like a chicken or mm-hmm. to like buy a gumball, you'd be like, hey, that's, that's like 10 cents from the dollar. Yeah. So it doesn't... You know, you don't really care about that one too much, and at the same time, they're helping us dock, and so it's a, it's an expected thing that just mm-hmm. ends up happening where they've either accepted it or they just are so disconnected from it that it's not really a worry on their end. Yeah. Well, I guess, and they're giving you, like, a lump sum of money. They don't know how you're going to spend it, but they expect it all to be gone. Like, they don't expect the money, like, extra to be coming back at the end of the charter. If they can afford it, they will not... <laughs> want that money back and if we do a good enough job of you know having some left over that goes to us it it can go to us if they so uh, decide that but we have had some guests who just straight up go give me all that shit back any extra drink any extra food leftovers from day one it's now day nine you know two days after the charter's over they're coming back to pick that shit up. Mm. You know, they're wanting to return all these beverages and stuff to the liquor store. Because we paid too much. It's $2 cheaper at Walmart. And you're just like, bro, like, get your broke ass on this boat. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be, like, gatekeeping people having a good time. Because mm-hmm. I know that, you know, everyone has their own reasons for doing things. And I accept it as their level of self-awareness. Because... What do you mean? There's there's levels to self-awareness, and there's, you know, I, I can't say that this fact right now that I'm about to state is 100% true, but, you know, if scientists are saying 80% of the world is not truly self-aware, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. You can get away with a lot of shit in public daylight. What what does that mean? What do you mean you can get away with a lot of shit? Public? Like you could just act like an idiot and people will be like, people won't care. Or what do you mean? Like you can act like an asshole and well, it depends. So it it is all about being subtle and blending in. You know, people say act like you've been here before. If you go to a nice restaurant, you could tell who's been here by if they're taking fifty different photos. Excuse me. Who the fuck is this? Fucking. I thought I switched it on mute. All right. No, we're good. (laughs) What? That's a good ringtone. But, yeah, it's act like you've been here before. So, you know, if you want to go into a nice restaurant, you can, you could just order, like, 
you know, do whatever you want, but don't don't make a fool out of yourself. Don't you know take the spotlight because the second you get the spotlight, everyone who's not self-aware sheep it up. They will all look at you. Now, will they remember it? Sure, they might tell one or two friends, but in a week they're already so focused on what's going on in their life. They don't give a sh- They they mm. truly do not care about what you're doing. So, in that sense of self-awareness, I understand that you know the, the charter guests who are acting up, you know, it's their own reason for doing that. They're self-aware to that level. Maybe they don't know that they can act like that and people are going to remember that. Now, Homeboy has been blacklisted from ever uh, chartering <laughs> again. But it's it's, you know, for me, I just accept it as it is. I mean, they're they're paying for the charter. They gave us a, a tip anyways. So in the end, there's no complaint for me. But once they started calling in our uh, integrity into question, that's when I was like, okay, okay, stop that. Mm. Um, Interesting. I mean, what like do you? What would you say like the percentages of people who like are spending beyond their means versus people who like can actually afford it are like why if these people can afford to pay like a hundred fifty grand for a week, like why aren't they just buying their own boat? Uh, I would say that. Uh, I have to burp one second. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you know, out of ten people, I would say that... Out of twelve charters a year, we've seen, like, three that that were really scraping it together to the point where, you know, they're so unhappy with whatever they're getting because it's, you know, they're giving their last dollar. We better be, you know, getting on our hands and knees and praising them for yeah. stepping on board. And so, what is it? Well, like, why is it just for show? Like, are these people just like, yeah, yeah, yeah? That's they, their they want to act their like win. they're balling, but they're dang. But you know, it's it's not to look down on these people. I mean, I'm not I'm not able to rent out a yacht on my own. But uh, with the question of why don't some of these people purchase the yachts? It's the everyone who owns a boat always makes the joke: boat means break out another thousand. Mm-hmm. And it's true. The, you know, more money, more problems. Bigger the boat, bigger the problems. Mm. And so, you know, if you take, uh, right now the going rate, or the going average rate that you could see for dockage in at least Lauderdale uh, is $5 a foot. So you stick a 100-foot yacht anywhere, I mean, $500 a day, just for the fact that you're there, the square footage, not even accounting for water. Water's not a big deal, at least in Florida, but in, like, the Bahamas, it's, like, $5 a gallon. So you go wash your boat mm-hmm. one day, and then you have a five grand water bill. Lots of fives here. It's, mm-hmm. it's just very convenient. It works out that way. Um, but... You know, it, it just gets so expensive where it's a liability. I mean, it's $30,000 a month just to sit there sometimes. And then that's not even accounting for the food and, and the work shit. that needs to be done. I mean, man was not made to to live on the water, to always be on the water. Water destroys a lot of things that it touches. Mm-hmm. Boats, for example. And so, you know, it's just the, the constant upkeep about it. I mean, it just gets expensive. And so some people just have dare I say accepted it and they can afford it Mm -hmm. or the boat is just so successful that it charters enough to uh offset the cost of it enough so are most people who own a boat are they chartering it out and it's not so much like 
oh, this is just my toy. It's more like, oh, this is kind of like a a give and a take. It's like a small business that kind of pays for itself, and every once in a while, yes. you can... Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's exactly it. There's there's private, and then there's uh, charter. So some, some boats will have a, just a straight charter program where, you know, the owner will do their best to get on once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, you know, a split where the owner's like, I like being on my boat a lot, so I'm going to try and be on here, you know, for six six trips a year. Mm-hmm. But for the six months that y'all are chilling, pick up a charter or two, pick up six charters. You know, that will help offset whatever the cost is of uh, just owning the boat. So and they delegate that. They don't like... Like, it's not like, oh, I own a boat, I'm going out and finding charters. It's like, you can give it to, like, a management company that will find all the charters and run it for you. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you just schedule with them. Many, many companies out there. There's, of course, there's going to be go, uh, good and bad ones, just like a car dealership. Exact same thing. Good ones, bad ones. And so, it's it's all heart of the cards. Um, <laughs> quite literally. I mean, that's, that's... I hate to admit it, but I feel like that's life all the time. It's, you know... Anywhere you drive, part of the cards on if you hit every fucking red light possible. Mm-hmm. Or you hit every green light. Part mm-hmm. of the cards. You can't control that shit. So, you know, short of doing your due diligence to, a, you know, not an absurd amount, but having to really vet every single manager and broker that you you deal with. I mean, as the owner, you can be as hands-on or hands-off as you'd like. A lot of owners do actually end up being hands-off in terms of um, you hire the captain that's it. You get. You might get a daily email update of what's up with your boat. Fix this. Fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a couple receipts. Charge here. Charge there. Moving the boat. This time, might pick up a charter. Hope you're doing well. See you tomorrow. Or you know, we'll hear from you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so there's, you know, lots of things like that. Or uh, the the funny email. Hey, I need more money. You know, all three chillers are out. Um, so we have no AC. Oh. So, like, you know, it's sometimes when you email the, the owner and they're so hands-off, they forget, hey, I gotta put money in the card. Mm. But, you know, a lot of this, it's hard to talk about this and not think that I'm sounding entitled to these things. No, I mean, I think it just sounds like it's the way of the business. Like, things cost money. It's It's a luxury. But then also, like, if you're gonna make money off of it, I mean, you're not going to make money for free, yeah. if that makes sense. But it's weird to think, like, excuse me, how, especially if something like this is profitable, it's almost like, why doesn't everybody, you know, if you, I'm thinking, yeah. if, if everybody could, like, if I could secure a loan, yeah. why wouldn't I get a loan on a boat, get it off to some management company, and then now I just have this thing making money for me, and, like, I don't. Like I don't personally do anything except except the risk of oh if this boat gets run into or is run by assholes mm-hmm. who waste all my money mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be able to pay back the loan and then I'm you know then it's going to end up costing me money. There are people that actually do do that, but uh, that's actually a hilariously common question of people like oh why don't I just buy this this 200 foot or 150 foot super yacht and it'll pay for itself with charges and. Sometimes it works, but very rarely in the sense of, is it going to pay for itself? It will offset the cost from about a million dollars a year to about, if you're if you're running, for us, we have a legal limit of 12, and if we, well, yeah, so averages out to once a month, but if we go above that, we can go above it twice, and if we go above that more, 
uh, we go to commercial status, which means like safety railing on everything, yellow non-skid tape, and, and you know, a lot of safety stuff because mm. then they'll look at us more of like a business instead of a pleasure boat that just so happens to be trying to mm. offset the cost. But I would say, you know, you hit those 12 charters, and if you're U.S. flagged because we're Jamaican, uh, you can, you do like, shit, you do a lot of charters actually. So in that sense, it can offset, but one, where's the economy? And two... Wait, did the Jamaicans do more than the U.S. or the vice versa? Uh, U.S. does a lot more charters. Can do a lot more charters legally. Um, so, but you, you know, pay more in, like, taxes and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'd guess so. And, and flag stating a boat is kind of like, where do you register your car? Some people yeah, so get that Alaskan plate. I've heard it's like all like cruise ship companies are basically like in the islands. Like no cruise, like even though they all mainly operate out of America, they're all based in like tax tax shelters because then they don't have to pay for taxes. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> it's but yeah, I mean, you can you can offset your cost, but, but can not- you pay for the boat and just charters alone? I would say. If you get a, a smaller, if you get a yacht, you know, yacht is like 50 to 85. Anything above that is super. And then you have mega, which is like, the super is like 80 or 90 to uh, 150 and then 150 to power. Plus. Yeah, 150 yeah. plus. And, and so like the bigger it is, just the more expensive. But there are some boats that charter for a million, uh, a million a week. And they are charter machines. And so that's the crazy part is, I mean... There's a lot of money in the economy that just regular people aren't hearing about. So, for me to say, I mean, yeah, if you got, <laughs> if you're swimming in millions, you can easily make it pay for itself because there's rich people who don't get affected. But if you have a so relatively more reasonably and competitive priced boat, unlikely, just because you're you're putting a lot of hours on that boat as well. I mean, yeah. we we stepped on the boat with like. Uh, 3,000 hours and some change on each engine, and now we're up to, like, 3,800, which, I mean, 800 running hours isn't a lot, but that can be considered a lot for a pleasure boat. Mm. Just in, you know, a year and maybe almost two years worth of chartering. Not going, 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 but, like, yeah, last year was pretty busy, and so we've had to just fix so much shit because it's always breaking, because it's always being used, and, Mm. ugh. But it's huh. fun. It's a it's a embrace the suck type of lifestyle where it's gonna suck, but it it pays good enough. Yeah, but it's like so for most people, it's not that it's gonna pay for itself. It's just it's gonna be less expensive, and so it's more affordable to have a boat. Even though it's still gonna be a loss, it's less of a like expensive luxury if you end up chartering it out. Yeah. So what like these people though like like you know have you been on these like million dollar a week charters have you seen like what what are these because i've seen some of these like you know like a mr beast video where they're like oh like 10 million dollar yacht thing like that and like after a certain point it seems like that like the luxury there's like a peak of luxury and then it's just like just put more of it like oh you know you can only make a bed so nice so now it's like now we have 10 beds on this boat even though it's like you know who the fuck is gonna have 10 people stay over at their house at one time like it's it's sort of just like you're you're trying to just drive the price up to drive the price up rather than actually needing this extra about it yeah yeah that's it's exactly that it's all luxury quite literally i mean uh for example our boat 100 feet you know it's got the vip which is you know a little more tight 
and a the, a lower ceiling, dare I say, but it's mm. got a gorgeous bathroom. And then we've got two other guest rooms other than the master, and those are those are you know your friends who you don't care about as much. You know they're coming onto the charter for free, mm. and then the master. I paid for this shit. I'm getting the best room. Yeah. Imagine if every room was the best room. Mm. And so it, it's just all luxury. I mean, it, that's the craziest part of it is these people are just so freaking rich that to them, that's their that's their Toyota Camry. It's just so normalized to them just of like, having okay. a, a immaculately perfect room. I mean, yeah, the price thing, it's, you know, with the, the value of the dollar, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, the price will go up. And so one can only make a bed so nice. And if you look hard enough at every single one of these these yachts, you will find imperfections. They are not perfect. I mean, you can, you could, it's all like the 10-foot car thing. Mm-hmm. Your car is good from 10 feet. These yachts are good from, you know, miles. You get closer, closer. But then once you get super close, you're like, oh, you know, there's water spots on the window. They could polish the stainless a little more. But... Mm. I mean, they have they have you know a specialized guy for that, so to speak. So you know, stainless bitch. You know, he's only polishing for that week. From you know, Monday he starts at the very top, and by Friday he's at the very bottom. And then Monday comes around, goes right back up top. You have a stainless guy. We like, we don't, but bigger boats like that do. Holy shit! Or a laundry bitch where they'll never leave the laundry room, always so, folding. So it's like um. Because I, I remember watching a couple episodes of, like, Downton Abbey, and it was almost like, right, they have, like, the lords and ladies, and then there's all these people who live in the house and who work in the house, and it's almost like you generate your own sort of mini economy with your wealth. Like, you are giving these people jobs yeah, by just being excessive. Absolutely. And so it's sort of a give and take of, like, yeah, you're super rich, but you're also giving like twenty people jobs. So, yeah, that's a. It's it's it's. it's I mean, it's not. It's you a. Know, bl- if you want to go full communist, it's not like oh yeah, everybody's equal here. But it's like hey, like at least you're like spreading the wealth a little bit. You know, you're giving like yeah. ten people a job, and it pays well. That's a. Uh, a lot of cruise ships actually do that, which is, you know, very very. It's cool that they do that. You know, I have to admit that it's a respectable thing that, you know, Royal Caribbean, uh, one of the islands that they own in Haiti, you know, they employ one family member from every family. You know, it's not just, hey, we'll hire this whole family. Fuck all these other people on on this island that have no money. You know, they're trying to really make it a better place for everyone. Mm -hmm. To a point, yeah, work for that dollar at least. I can, you know, I accept that. So I know... The, the capitalism can sometimes be a little skewed. There's there's never going to be a perfect system. There will always be the outliers that, that agree and disagree and those that will make the system broken. That's like what I, like, kind of what I'm driving at with, like, what are these people like? I guess there's the, uh, like, the two sides of the idea of either they're all just like us. It's like, oh, you just got lucky. That's why you're crazy rich. And, like, these rich people are just stupid. Or some of them are just idiots, just like everybody else. They just got lucky. Or, oh, no, like, this guy definitely deserves it. Like, you see this guy hustling. You, this guy's, like, a genius every time I talk to him or stuff like that. Or, like, or just thinking of, like, the luxury of it of, like, you know, one guy is eating caviar because it's a flex versus the other guy who actually enjoys the caviar. So, like, how many of these rich people are just doing it because they're, like, 
I'm rich, blah, 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 but they're numb to the luxury of it versus the people who are like, oh, no, this is nice. I'm really actually enjoying this boat. I'd say it's all pretty pretty mixed in terms of, you know, there are some people who are just so normalized to it where, you know, they don't, they don't really have insane complaints like, oh, man, uh, everything was good, but, uh, what, shit, vacuum the carpet and pick up one or two cups from the tender. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the only complaint, yet, you know, me as the crewmate, I'm seeing 50,000, not 50,000, but I, I see the small things, but they don't because they're either just, you know, so happy with it or they're so unhappy with it that they're complaining about the big things. But how many people do that as a flex? Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it depends on where you are in the seasons and what kind of friend groups they have going on the boat. But you do see a, a really interesting uh, mix of people. I mean, you we had a, a, a group charter with us for about a month, and two of those people, I believe, excuse me, they had uh, trust funds set up for them. Mm-hmm. So they've already won. They've, they've 100%. They, like, they never worked. They will never have to work. They'll never have to, you know, suffer. They... You hear these these people who came from nothing, and they're like, you know, the fact that I came from nothing and I had to eat ramen for for weeks and weeks and weeks. Now I'm eating caviar, and, and it tastes fantastic. Mm-hmm. It tastes so much better because I there was a time when I didn't have this. Some people just don't have that, and so everything has become meaningless to them. They they fill their their life up with drugs and alcohol because they whether they want to admit it or not, they know they won. I mean, they're like, hey, I've got everything i could ask for just are swipe they a card. sad like do you look at them and you're like oh like you're it's heartbreaking really like yeah. you feel bad for these people <laughs> well not that you shouldn't but it's just you know it's most people aren't like oh i feel so bad for all those rich people everyone's like no fuck them like they're rich <laughs> well i think that it's you know you can you can choose to be happy and and grateful for what you have because there are people who will be crying in their lamborghinis because it's not the color that they wanted and mm. you can you can either enjoy the fact that you have a set of wheels or you can and you can make it what you want people will either bend the world to their will or bend to the will of the world and cry about it mm. and that's unrelated but to the point of these people being happy you know it's or unhappy i'm just trying to see the human inside of them the mm. the child where they you know it's just someone who who didn't get you know the love that they so dearly deserved as a child and and you know being taught how to function as an adult and being told how the world is going to be instead of hey man you won mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter what you do you could break laws that doesn't matter you'll get a slap on the wrist <laughs> and you know maybe a fine or two but that's a drop in the bucket yeah you and, got expensive lawyers you don't really care and so you know with those people back to the levels of self-awareness they're not very high up on that self-awareness. They don't care that there are other people with intelligent thoughts and opinions that they can form for their, themselves. You know, that's mm. for them. It's you know, eh, I'm rich. Excuse me. Nothing matters. Are you like? Because um, like, as somebody looking from the outside in, it's like, ooh, I want the Lamborghini. I want you know, I want to be chartering boats and go to the Bahamas. That sounds awesome. But being that you've seen it firsthand, are you less like, ooh, I got to get that bag? And you're more like, oh, that's not mm. really the best way to live. Nah, it's a pretty good life. <laughs> but <laughs> no, 
it's it's all like you go to a theme park. How many times can you go to, to or go to that theme park before you're like, oh, well, I've I've gotten my fair share of it, and so, you know, for the Bahamas, you there you can't get enough of those sunsets. I mean, they are fantastic. Mm. Just the island time, it's another life. It's incredible. I like it a lot. I ugh. working in the Bahamas. For me, it was rough. I mean, you get a lot of tourist prices, mm. and that it is what it is. You know, you live in tourist areas, you're going to get tourist prices. Um, but, I mean, the beauty, the natural beauty of the islands, I, I like it. It's It was definitely worth it. And, I, yeah, I, I would like to get that bag where, you know, I'm not having to trade my time for money in terms of, oh, I worked so hard this charter. Hey, we have a couple days off. It's very, very convenient that we have these days off. The charter ended. We're mm-hmm. in Green Turtle K. Let's go uh, mob around in a golf cart and get to the top of some of these these tiny mountains and check out the meteor shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's an incredible lifestyle to be taken along on, and it, it does make me want that bag because if I'm having this much fun on someone else's dime of getting here, you know, I worked hard to get there, mm-hmm. you know, to keep the boat running, but, I mean... Damn! Imagine how much more fun I could be having if I could throw money like that. That, yeah. that's, that, that sounds a little weird now that I say it out loud. But I was I mean, gonna say it makes more sense if you work hard perfect. enough for it. Yeah, I'd, I'd justify setting money on fire and watching it burn if I worked hard for that. Yeah. But if I didn't work hard for it, shit, that's just put in the campfire. You know, warm myself at that point. I don't know. Mm. It it just doesn't mean anything to those people that didn't earn it because you know. They didn't have to understand hard work. Fucking spam calls. But it's um, not a diss to them. That's no. the hand they were dealt. Hard well, of the cards. No, I just think it's a lot of people, uh, you know, especially now, it's just like seeing all the influencers who are rich and they're like, look at my Lamborghini, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I mean, it's probably always been that way, but people are very much like, oh, I want to grind. I want to get super rich. That's what it's all about. And then there's other people who are just like, you know, like, I'm fine working my little job and just having my little slice of whatever. Like, they don't have that drive to just get a shit ton of stuff. And I think some people, they want a shit ton of stuff just because, like, that's shown to them as, oh, this is what the good life is. Versus, like, for you, for instance, who has seen what it's like. Right. And then coming back and, like, you can judge for yourself rather than looking from the outside in kind of grass mm. greener on the other side you've right. been to the other side and you're like yeah no the grass is <clears throat> a little bit greener <laughs> sorry i keep burping it's all good um but you're like yeah the grass is like a little bit better over there like it's it's not something totally to be you know like oh that's you don't really want to be rich like that ruined your life kind of thing now i got rich get rich it's it's so interesting to say when you say that um what when you say there are people who are content with their little slice Mm. and uh when you travel a lot you get to speak with many different people and and something that someone said that stuck with me the most was you know as a kid i grew up playing saxophone and i was really good at it but i had really wished my parents took me to see who's that saxophone stevie wonder i think um or whoever the saxophone player was that was women going feral over so just a saxophone player and he goes if my parents had taken me to see what my life would look like if i had just kept going with playing the saxophone an Mm. instrument i would have kept going and so it's the people who are content with their slices 
you know, I, I think it's, yeah, they need to see the other side and be like, yes, this is so worth working towards. And, mm. and there are some people who only get to see that through television. And there are some people who will bend to the will of the world and stay in those jobs and there are or their jobs and yeah and understand that it's a, it's going to be a sacrifice if they want to have to earn the bag there will be days when you have nothing and then if you work hard enough and you throw your cards right then maybe you'll do better than everyone else well i, I, I well i think it's a lot of people though are coming from the perspective of like like, there's a lot of doctors out there who are like, I want to get rich. How do I know that I can get rich? Oh, become a doctor. And they spend a ton of their time. Like, they spend their youth just studying. And then they finally become a doctor. And they're working these long hours to make a shit ton of money. And they're like, oh, I hate my life. But I have all this money that I was working towards. And so people want it to be like, oh, no, actually, like, you know, these people sold their souls to be rich. And it's actually really terrible because their lives suck, even though they have all this wealth. That's relative. So, it, it, yeah, it's like, and maybe that's just, you know, people who can't do it or like, yeah, fuck being rich. Like, these people are all hate their lives. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess it is kind of like, for some people, it's worth it to, to kind of like make that trade of time and effort for something. But a lot of mm. people think that's what they want. And then when they actually get it, they realize it's not what they want. And it's not worth the trade that they made. Um, uh... Well, that's that's an interesting, very interesting point of view. Of yeah, there are some people who would see that and be like, "This is definitely worth the trade off," and then others who are like, "This isn't worth the trade off." And for some reason, I always like to think of examples for things. And for that, I would say this example is the airplanes that were coming back in World War Two that were all shot up, mm-hmm. and they were reinforcing the spots that were shot up. And they're like, "Wait, what about these these airplanes that aren't making it back?" Yeah, and and so they reinforced the spots that weren't getting shot up because you know the critical parts, and so in that instance, it's the confirmation bias of you're probably seeing all these, and there's so much money in the economy, and you're just seeing, you know, a lot of us are just seeing the loudest people, mm-hmm. you know, the ones who are look at me, you know, look at what all this money can do, but there's there's quiet money too. Um, a lot of these yacht owners and a lot of these people who are truly you know rich or wealthy you know rich is one thing there's rich doctors there's wealthy doctors the wealthy doctors don't pay their time for money or what trade is, their time so for what money. is your what is like because that separation seems to be something that a like a wealthy person would knows the difference between being rich and being wealthy like what is the difference being rich means you can you can afford to get sued once or twice being wealthy is your kids kids will never have to worry about anything and isn't that just more rich yeah yeah that's absolutely that just like super versus mega yachts it's one's just bigger than the other and uh, the money, the amount of money you need to be financially stable to, in order, in order to retire, to never have to work a day in your life in 2023, last I checked was like 15 million. Mm. So there's rich doctors who have like 5 million. There's influencers who have 10 million. They get sued. They're shit out of luck. They mm. get injured. They get ugly. They can't work anymore. That money will last them, you know, uh, till they're like 40, 50. Then mm. they go back to what? What the what they didn't they didn't invest any of their time or money into anything worthwhile like a skill or a trade or even investing they just bought depreciating assets and so you know 
I think you're just seeing a lot of these people who who get absolutely consumed by the culture of uh, uh, clout and the wealthy people wear ratty ass t-shirts that says I don't need Google my wife knows everything mm -hmm. but they have the thickest gold uh, gold chain uh, wristband you could ever see it's crazy but they don't look rich at first glance and then you see oh they wear their gold chain under their shirt they're not trying to you know, they don't have 15 gold chains on. They have one. Mm. But it's tasteful. They're very tasteful with things. They don't They don't need people to know they have money because they're so rich, they don't care what you think. Yeah, so what is, like, something that, like, I guess the wealthy people actually like that, like, people... Like, like I've had this discussion with my friends before of, you know, there's the sort of new money, like, oh, I got Versace, I got Gucci kind of clothes. Right. And I'm wondering, what, what do actual rich, like, wealthy people wear? Like, is there a real, like, clothing brand that's like, oh, no, this is actually quality. It's not just, like, the name brand of quality or the name brand of I'm rich. It's like, no, this is made with, like, child hair. Like, child this is the hair. really best shirt that you can buy. Um, Like, what is that actually, like, actual good shit? Well, I've seen... A hilarious amount of wealthy people say they just get their clothes from Target, and I've also seen people just say like Vineyard Vines. You know, it's it's all like stereotypical. Mm. It's it's that at face value. It is very face value. So there is no like post post rich kind of stuff that's like, oh, this shirt's actually ten thousand dollars rather than a thousand dollars, and it's way better, but nobody knows what this brand is. It's like, no, 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 you just get to there might and it's there good. might be that. Um, there entirely might be that to the point that I don't even know about it. Mm. Um, I figure I mean, you would have I seen mean, it at least once, right? I like, see a lot of them where like a lot of like 70 year olds were in Psycho Bunny and, and those shirts can get like, you know, like $70 shirts. So they're like, they're pretty good quality, but they're, they're not like, that's, yeah, oh, look at me. That's not that my, expensive. My like, child hair shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, like, because you see, I don't know, I guess that's the divide, too, between the new money and the old money of, like, act like you've been here before. Don't just be like, I'm rich, you're not. It's like, yeah, most of these people are like, yeah, I'm rich, like, don't fucking talk about it kind of thing. Like, just enjoy the richness, you don't have to brag. Yeah, pointing out the obvious. Because it's those that keep pointing out the obvious. If I was like, hey, you, and look at you with the podcast, you know? You're the podcast guy. Mm. If I just say that every time I'm hanging out with you, you'd be like, you want to shut the fuck up, please? Like, it, <laughs> we get it, you know? Just, you don't need to keep talking about obvious things that, that I do. You don't need to talk about my hobbies. You don't need to suck up to me like that. Like, it's a, it's casual. It's chill. Yeah. Well, I think it's sort of like, coming from my side of things, like, the guy who's like, oh yeah, this is my podcast, this is my podcast. It's like, that's going to be a dog shit podcast of like... <laughs> Or, or not necessarily dog shit, but it's like those people who are, are just self-promoting like, oh, like like the Instagram for your car mm. kind of thing. It's mm. like, yeah, everybody's got a fucking Instagram for their car. Mm. Like, who gives a shit about your fucking car kind of thing? Where it's like, mm. okay, if you just have like an actually like badass car, people will find it on their own. They're not, they, you don't need to, like Bugatti doesn't have advertising kind nope. of thing. It's like, it's just self-inherent. Like, oh, this is a badass car. It's like, you don't, anybody who's out there like promoting themselves kind of like that, uh, I think a lot of the times it's just full of shit. And like, yeah. it's not actually something quality. They just act like it is. And then some people will believe them. Yep. And then they'll like be like, oh my God, yeah, I follow his, his scat pack page. It's like, <laughs> it's like, who gives a fuck about your, you know, like, 
that's the right. diamond doesn't. That's why, yeah, when people are like, oh, you Instagram free card. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. That's like, that's such a, yeah, the clout thing. It's, you know, when people get a challenger. When I got my challenger, I thought I could throw the whole catalog at this thing mm. and I will look like everyone else with their Instagrams and look at me with my exact same car as everyone else or I could just you know be tasteful that's yeah it's the wealthy people are very tasteful yeah every single one even if they have vehicles they're they're very tasteful they don't they don't do the loud wraps or the you know giant wheels I mean sure sometimes they'll have their crazy side projects because mm-hmm. it's their thing that they're their niche but they don't they don't make their daily so modded that they can't drive it pleasurably and have a have a conversation in it. It's yeah. these people who are like, I put my everything in this car. Yeah. <laughs> this is my baby And you know, then they crash it or it gets repoed and they're like, you know, that yeah. was my everything. They're putting all their eggs in that one basket and the wealthy people don't do that. Well, and it's also like aesthetics, like people I guess want to be perceived as wealthy and that's what they value rather than the wealth itself like the people who go on the yachts who like charter and they can't afford it it's like they want to look rich and it's like bro you're not like just because you look rich doesn't mean you are it's like why are you valuing people's opinions like that like is that what is that worth bankrupting yourself just to look like you have money and then you spend all your money doing that with old people i would say that it's very much so the old day or the modern day equivalent of like instagram likes that's the exact same thing for them that's their those are their instagram likes Mm. and it just i mean even now it's like you get more likes if you're rich yeah that too that too but you're still down about it, getting fucking getting that goo up, you know? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, watching all these like gangster movies, I would be like, "Man, I was born in the wrong era." Yeah, I was born. I'm not, I'm not condoning for crime at all by any means. <laughs> but I'm like, man, if I was born like way back then, I'd like to think I would have been like pretty scrappy in in making making that money. But that's actually. Is that um, what you want? Like, are you, what I do you mean, like, scrappy? You're talking, like, Wall Street, like, well, like Jordan Belfort, this shit? Or are you oh, talking, like, oh, I would just be out there robbing oh. banks, because you can. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a violent person, by any means. It's, it's you know, because robbing banks, that's such a violent thing to do to, to you know, stick I mean, a gun in someone's anybody, face for money. But still, like, yeah, the effects, yeah. I wouldn't want to traumatize someone like that. I would just do, like, like hey, you know, stealing, stealing catalytic converters. No one's going to track that shit. <laughs> Yeah, just it's a scrappy stuff. But you're you gonna know? make way less fucking money stealing cats than you are stealing fucking gold bars. That's true, actually. That's like crackhead shit. That, <laughs> oh man, am that's I? That's not a gangster. There's no gangster <laughs> movie about stealing catalytic converters. <laughs> like, oh yeah, bro. They got this fifty cat haul. Yo, bro. This new 2015 Honda Civic. Let's go fucking raid it, bro. Let's get that cat. I mean, they do like stealing uh, Prius cats. Oh, there's like special cats. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They get them like real quiet. So those things are like chunky. Oh. People weld rebarb to that shit now. It's so funny. Dude, what do you mean? They? Oh, oh, to keep people from fucking stealing them. Yes. Damn. I guess I got a fucking. I got a priest in my backyard. I got to fucking Uh-oh. snap the cat off that snap. bitch. <laughs> it's. I don't know. That's. What are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. Oh wait, wait. Uh, yeah, I remember. So, uh, there was. People who bend to the will of the world or bend the world to their will Mm -hmm. and the resourcefulness and the scrappiness, you know, there are people who see their their slice 
and they say, I want more because they've seen enough on the television and, and they, they work hard. And it's, you know, there's a lot of businesses that start and a lot of businesses that fail. Mm-hmm. And the people owning these businesses, if you if you really pay a lot of attention, attention to them, it's it's their resourcefulness. It's, you know, if you see the excuses for why people say their business has failed, it's because, you know, you didn't have enough money, didn't have the right contacts, didn't have this or that, yeah. or the economy was in the bad spot. Or you just weren't resourceful enough and, and, you know, working with what you had instead of saying, I don't have this, I don't have that. Yeah. Make it, get it, find it, Google search it. I mean, there's... So if you were like, uh, you're saying like if you were back in the olden times, that would be you? Is that what you mean? Like when you say you want to be like a scrappy... I was going to make a, jo- a joke and say it'd be like a plug, just like selling cocaine when it would be like, you know, in the, in the when crack epidemic. When it was worth epidemic. like a fuck ton of money or something. Yeah, I mean, breaking bad it. fuck ton of money. But now it's it seems like it'd be a little hard to with all the technology nowadays. I don't... See, that's the thing, like... It's weird when you think about plugs, because I like I know some plugs, and I see them. They put like shit on Instagram, or that's they, or, like, bold, or like on Snapchat and stuff like that. Or they have like they get all their money through Venmo, and you're like, isn't all that shit like really traceable? Yes, but then it's like they don't get caught. I don't. I wonder if yes. it's like. I think a lot of the time is too is if you're low enough, like people don't give a shit. Like no. like they're not like cops aren't really going after dealers unless it's like they make it super obvious or like they need to like arrest somebody. They get stung eventually. Yeah, but every not, single one of well, okay, yeah, but they're if you're not in like it long a big enough. deal. It's no. like it's like I, I I'm sure there are like I knew this one guy, he was like I don't know, probably like twenty five, twenty six and like he was a professional plug. <laughs> and I'm just like Excuse me. And he's not like moving big weight, or at least you know, as far as I knew of. I, I you know, it's kind of weird, especially you know, you just being like, "Hey, like you're a drug dealer, right?" Like, yeah. It's like, so what's up with that? What's most, up with that? Most huh? people aren't like, "Oh, well, let me tell you all about Show my me your W four. Yeah. But you're like, and I, he, I saw he bought like a newer car, or he was leasing it, or whatever. But mm. you're just like, how are you doing that? Like. What is your retirement plan? Yeah, where's... If you're selling drugs, like, how are you going to store away this money mm. without the IRS coming and knocking on your door? Yep, that's the thing. They, there's... It's all butterfly effect. It really is, you know. These these actions all have reactions, you know. They will be on some system somewhere, you know. People act like a digital footprint doesn't exist. Mm. Um, you know, people making jokes like, oh, if my Xbox chat logs leak you know it's all game over yeah hey man yeah hey man you think your venmo transaction is safe funny enough um i send a lot of money to people through venmo like in newport they have the people who like ride bikes from bars if you don't want to walk a far distance Mm -hmm. and so you know one night i was a little drunk and so some guy was like he was some guy who i saw at a storage unit so there's like some lore behind it so i already knew of him and then i saw him later and i was like i know you you should give me a ride back to the boat because we have some rapport already Mm. and then i tipped him like fifty dollars or a hundred dollars on venmo and holy shit for the uh for the memo if anyone ever sees my my venmo and like my transaction history every single one for like what's this for i always put like Nunya, or mm. to whom it may concern, mind your business. Mm. It's just because I think it's funny, you yeah. know, just like a little middle middle finger to Venmo. I mean, yeah, it's they're totally watching that stuff. But like, well, I mean, it's like people's money. You'll see, and it's so stupid to me. Like you see on a Venmo feed, it's like 
drugs. Yeah, it's like literally, <laughs> basically, like I paid this money for drugs, and you're like, dude, what? <laughs> Why are you doing? Like, but you're just fucking out of yourself. There like, have to be some people who are saying that as jokes. I think. I think it's like they want to do it for because they think it's funny or like you know oh, people yeah. like they want to show off like oh look at me I'm doing drugs <laughs> and you're like dude like opioids. This isn't yeah it's like shut up like what do you mean like this is how you get busted it's how you get awareness or like people who like film themselves smoking weed and then their mom goes through their phone and they get caught and you're like duh like you literally made evidence why are you you know there's already evidence that you didn't do on purpose why the fuck are you making evidence of this shit it is all just the self-awareness levels i mean these people don't understand that you know one action they, they just don't understand the butterfly effect or enough. like um you know like we listen to small town murder i don't know if you've been oh, yeah. small town. but like uh, like you'll hear about these people they murder somebody and then they go to a party the same night and they're like dude i totally killed this guy <laughs> totally and killed they tell it. everybody and it's like what are you what the fuck are you doing and they're bragging about it you're like bro you're gonna get thrown in jail you fucking idiot like that's it yeah so <laughs> it's like what are you, it, Oop. are you not thinking at all i guess not but like it's like f- uh i mean technically yeah it's because those people got caught which is why we're hearing their stories but at the same time you ever do something really cool in a video game or in real life but you're the only one who had who did it or saw it happen but it was just so cool to you mm. that your value you value that as just something that everyone needed to see because whether it's the you know you wanted that irl cloud or whatever it's I hate to admit it, but I think it's the exact same thing for them. I'm like, dude, this was so cool the way I, I killed that person. Like, that's, I mean, that's you gotta be pretty messed up for that, but I think that's kind of their logic. I that. think some people just, you have to tell somebody. Like, if you murdered somebody and you just kept that secret, I think some people, they just can't, you can't, like, bottle that up for somebody forever. You have to tell somebody. Not even, like, a brag. Eventually. You just gotta be like, dude, I gotta get this off my chest, dude. Like, I killed somebody. Like, somebody has to know. Cab drivers got a lot of those. Like, like they say everybody has to have at least one person that they tell, like, their secrets to. Everybody, you have to have at least somebody. And if you don't have that somebody, you're gonna find somebody or you're gonna be like, like, I've had people, like, talk to me and then they start spilling, like, some serious beans and I'm like, why the fuck are you telling me this? And and it's like... They deem you as safe enough to talk about it. I think it's like they don't have anybody else to talk about it with. That too. And you're just like, bro, like it's that necessary. It's like that big of a need that like people will put themselves in a really risky situation or people will tell total strangers super secret shit because they have to tell somebody. You know, you have to. And it's, it's weird because like logically you're Closure? like... Closure? I guess. But it's, yeah, it's like logically you're like, why, why would you tell... Like, don't tell anybody. But, like, I, I felt that I need with certain things where it's like, I gotta tell somebody about this crazy shit that happened. Crazy like, shit. Like, you're like, not gonna believe some, this. I gotta tell somebody. That's true, though. There's, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's it's weird, though. You know, it, I guess we can call it in terms of karma when people say, you know, the, the people that brag about that stuff, I think it's just because they're excited that they haven't been caught yet. And so it's like, for people to brag about anything, that's a pretty fucking bold and prideful move of you to do that. And so, you know, I think that there are, like, the wealthy people that don't show it. I'm sure that there's the messed up people that don't show it because mm-hmm. they're like, I'm I'm self-aware enough to not tell these people at the party at least well, for like, maybe a couple years. That's the fucking psychopaths who just keep that, like, you know, like, yeah, uh, what is it, like, John Wayne Gacy? They tell their diaries. Well, it's like, like, this dude had, uh, have you heard of John Wayne Gacy? He, they did a Netflix special about him. But he had, like, 30 dudes buried underneath his house. Damn. 
and he didn't tell a fucking soul of like, nobody knew he was like well respected in the community kind of thing and then somebody came and found out and then he's just like you might as well go go down there and look How and then they, they fucking out? uh i think one guy went missing like because people were going missing and then one guy finally connected the dots and we're like hey why aren't we looking into this guy and then they mm. finally looked and he's like well, I might as well spill the beans. And they just Ooh. went in and they found, they just kept finding bodies after bodies after bodies underneath his house. And it's just like, holy fuck. And he never told it. It's one of those things, it's like, you never tell a soul. Like, it's so odd. Like, like when you find out somebody's been doing something that's like super kind of sleeper, like, not necessarily killing people, but you're like, low key. It was like, you've been going to salsa class for 20 years? Like, I never knew that. And people would just be like, I just never. Just just, that was a big deal. Yeah, just kept it to myself. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's the value that they had to it because they're like, you know, the salsa class. Like, you know, it's something I want to work up to maybe for like a wedding day. Like, I want to surprise honey with salsa, you mm-hmm. know? So they're like, you know, that's their, that's their telling everyone. Like, hey, I took that salsa class instead of going... I'm gonna take a salsa class so that when I get married, I can, oh, yeah. I can surprise my wife. Look, you already told everyone what you're gonna do. You, you, you know, uh, was it? You busted the nut too early. You know, you're yeah. you're not waiting for the big reveal, and so you know, there's there's the people that will do that, and then they won't actually do it. So it's like you gotta mm. watch out for those people that don't be telling people their plans. That's I I, I saw that um like Andrew Huberman was saying like if you tell people like a goal you get and people are like oh wow that's so good you get like a certain hit of i don't know if it's dopamine or something but like you get a hit of like accomplishment that kind of makes it so you're less motivated to actually get it done because you've already kind of gotten the cred for like yep. oh you already did it It was like you didn't do anything you just told people you were going to yep and so you're more likely to get something done if you just shut up and do it Absolutely. rather than tell other people about it yep which i mean i think the the standard knowledge or the like the recommendation is tell other people so then your people will hold you responsible for it but like you know because it was like oh you said you were gonna do this but you didn't but i don't think like you just gotta you gotta gauge that type of stuff um i don't know it's like unless you get somebody who's actually gonna be like a mentor yeah or somebody who's gonna call you on your like hey you told me you were gonna do this why don't you do this which most people aren't gonna do if somebody's like hey i'm gonna go to a salsa class nobody their friend's not gonna come up and be like hey you told me you were going to go to a salsa class i didn't see you there yeah like (laughs) nobody does that shit they're just like oh you didn't go okay i don't give a fuck yeah (laughs) so it's better if you keep it secret and then just do it on your own and holy shit he actually did it it is definitely good yeah with like when i mean gauging i just mean you know and, and the mentor thing if if you are trying to build this really sick sleeper car you would probably have at least a mechanic who knows more than you in terms of like, you know, so they can mentor you so that like when you tell them your plans, they can say, okay, let's break this down together so you can get it done. Instead of, that's so good. You're so cool. It's Mm. okay. Let me help poke these holes in your plans so that it's not blind leading the blind of saying, hey, let's, let's, you know, throw more power at this and blow your engine up the second you start it because, you know, you built it wrong because yeah. I'm blind leading the blind. It's, hey, man, let's remember you can take it easy. Don't forget this and that. You know, a, a loving and, and gentle yet firm guiding hand instead of a, yeah yay, clapping hands. This is clapping hands. Well, because that's lazy. And, like, that's, like, the best friends aren't the people who are just like, go you, you're so, pr- like, whatever, you're so great. Because that's, like... 
it's so easy to just be like thumbs up and then you don't thumbs have to do up. anything versus having a hard conversation of like actually you're kind of an idiot <laughs> kind of dumb <laughs> and like like being like pushing back against somebody or like you know the best mm. friends are the people who are like will call you on your ship be like yo what are you doing right now versus like yeah because like yeah, like bro. people will kind of take advantage of it too of like 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 somebody going on the yacht when they can't afford it right there's the clingers who are like this idiot like i don't care if this guy can afford it he's paying to go on a yacht i'm just gonna say yeah keep paying for yacht time because i like going on the yacht Woo, that's great even though it's financially ruining them versus the real friends are gonna be like this yacht's nice but like bro you i know you can't afford this like you yep. gotta stop like that's how you know the real ones when when they're like bro no don't do this like, there's haters, but like people who are genuinely trying to be like stop like i think the haters the biggest haters are the ones who willingly are tell are cheering you on without poking holes because they're cheer on because they want to see you fail oh the ones who are like i know it's ruining him and i want it to financially yeah. ruin this feeding guy. into the delusion i feed into people's delusions but but when it's you know like oh i'm gonna build this lego thing you know they've already got all the legos there i'll be like dude build that lego you know because i'm not there to crush their dreams but if it's a i'm gonna start a business i'll say okay let's remember I'm not going to feed into, we get, you know, yeah, don't yeah, forget yeah. to plan, but I'm definitely not going to be like, I know everything. I'm going to be like, listen, I don't know shit, but don't forget, take it easy. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. It's that, that, that soft touch of, you can't just be like, no, your fucking business is stupid. You're, you know, like you can't just be just hundred percent negative. You have to be like, all right, like reel it in a little bit, buddy. Like we're not going to start a bar. It's not going to be that great. Like it's not going to be that good. Yeah. Calm down. All right. Like first you gotta get your finances order versus like the boat guys like, yeah, we'll just fucking buy a boat, and then we'll be boat people. We'll make so people. much fucking boat money, dude. It'll be sick. You're going to be like, actually, it doesn't right. It doesn't work like that. You buy it, then you're like, oh, where am I going to put it? Yeah. Is how much to put it at the dock? Yeah. I got to wash it? Why? It came clean. What, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, fucking boats. I love boats. That's my, that is actually my motto on the boats is I love boats. <laughs> it's usually said through, like, you know some Gritty some teeth like i love yeah. this fucking book i fucking love this shit fuck but it's it's an embrace the suck mm. sometimes you will have those horrible days and other times you'll you know wake up early if, or early enough in staniel k to get to see the sunrise and you know, no one else is up, and there's a nice sea breeze going on. Mm. Nothing but moored sailboats out there, and no land for miles, just maybe a little island or two. And, you know, the only people you truly, truly, because, uh, was it, family is crew, or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, you know, the only people that truly matter at that moment in your immediate reality just so happen to be people, you know, in your family. It's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, when next thing you know, you're underway and one of the engines goes out and you gotta go fix that shit you don't know where to start i mean you start somewhere always but you don't know where to start and you're like man this really sucks i mm. wish i didn't have to do this right now you're like you gotta embrace the suck i mean yeah you're you are there for that reason not just to enjoy the good shit of it and so it's like it's yeah. such a trade-off well sometimes it's like you kind of like shit's gonna suck at some point it can't not suck or else you're just gonna be like one of those numb rich people where yeah you like, must have daytime to enjoy night or something yeah. like that yeah well it's like and you gotta pick what sucks like like 
if you want to get rich you're gonna have to pick a job that probably sucks and if that's a good deal for you like okay yeah you picked your suck versus like oh you just want to be like i don't know a homeless dude it's like picking yeah well it's like you could pick the suck of being homeless like yeah it (laughs) sucks to be homeless but then yeah you don't have to pay for insurance you live free you go wherever you want whatever you want it's like you you could choose that if that's a deal you're willing to take fine but you gotta if you become a boy scout i mean yeah if you're like an eagle scout you know how to survive in the wilderness you could technically become homeless like willingly and be like i'm good yeah i'm good i mean but then you have to accept the fact that you're not gonna be a yacht guy ever that's true it's homeless training though but yeah you're not gonna i mean unless you have like some phases my strange addiction there was a guy who was addicted to be here once once a month he'd pretend he's homeless for like a weekend it seemed like (laughs) maybe that was not the same show i mean maybe like it sounds negative but like there is a certain appeal to it there's not like it's not like they had um this series i've seen on youtube is called like the vice guide to travel or no no it's thumbs up america Hmm. where uh this guy david cho i don't know if you've heard of him he's like an artist he's been on like the joe rogan podcast a couple times um but he's this artist and he and his cousin or his nephew would hitchhike like across america even though like this guy's rich Hmm. but he and his buddy like they they'll or his uh nephew they'll like hop trains and take trains or they'll they'll like you know hitchhike with random ass strangers to get from like los angeles to new york or something or they went from tijuana up to alaska or something like that um and like would i want to do that forever no but like (laughs) seeing like an adventure like that yeah just do like a temporary moment of just being kind of like living like homeless or just being not like homeless but just being broke and hitchhiking around and kind of living by your wits and with no supplies like that sounds fun that's technically a vacation yeah a vacation a, doesn't have to be it's luxurious. a free vacation yeah it's yeah and it is a hustle like they're t- like sometimes they'll get rides from like these dudes who are shit-faced Ooh. like this one guy they took a ride with it was in like houston they're like yeah we had to get out because he was swerving and <laughs> oh, like no. they kept going in the same circle over and over again they're like yeah we gotta go and the guy's like man don't leave and he's like yeah you're kind of drunk dude <laughs> like he's like yeah i've only had like six or seven or something like that and he's like dick that's rough but and that's another thing it's like you, how many drunk drivers are out there that you don't realize like Functioning alcoholics. Well, I've heard, like, it's, like, after... I'm sure the statistic is wrong, but sounds right. But it's, like, uh, (laughs) it's, like, after 2 a.m., half the people on the road are drunk. What the... And you're, like, what? It's, like, they're just Mm. keeping it together. Just barely keeping it together long enough to, like, yeah, you can get home. Like, you won't... Probably won't die. On the interstate? It's just... I think on roads in general. Hmm. Cause I mean, there's there's gotta be a couple outliers, but like you know what? Well, we I will I will say I I think I can agree with that actually. Yeah, after two a.m. I'd say most like nine out of ten people. Nah, eh, okay. There's there's a lot more commercial people than we realize. So maybe yeah. like seven out of ten people after two a.m. If you're driving, you are not sober. Hmm. Sober. I mean, if you're yeah. like adding in like uh, sleep deprivation, maybe mm, is, if, mm-hmm. is that what you mean, or like just just yeah, high people, drunk people, on anything. Yeah. Why else would you be up? <laughs> Unless if you're night shift and you're off that day and you're like, shit, yeah. I gotta go to 
fucking 24-hour McDonald's or 24-hour Walmart. Yeah. Do they still have 24-hour Walmart? Man, I don't I don't think so. That kind of blows fucking COVID ruin. I love going to Walmart at 3 a.m. Oh, man. Just everybody there hates you. Everyone. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, let's go buy some steal dumb shit. Steal things. Just kidding. I don't steal things. We don't steal. That's a thing that they're doing now, actually. Stealing? No. <laughs> at Walmart, there are... They keep tabs on people that steal. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And they wait until it racks up enough to where they can, like, pursue a felony charge or some shit like That's that. That's going to be insane. Well, I've seen, like, AI, like, when you're, um, I don't know if it's AI, but, like, when you're scanning mm-hmm. and you scan weird, they have cameras that point down at the self-checkout. And they're like, whoa, 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 this dude did some, like, fuck shit. And they'll call the, like, some store guy over because they're like, we saw on the camera something looks weird and we want to make sure you're not stealing anything. Right. It's like, bro, you know, America's getting ruined, bro. Can't steal anymore, dude. That's, that's the end of an era. That's actually really interesting. I did think about that because in uh, Newport, Rhode Island, they did have that at the stop and shop where, like, you know, I'm trying to scan just paper plates. And, and napkins and silver, plastic silverware, plasticware, and, you know, it's replaying the videos like I'm a thief or something. Like, man, but then, you know, I thought about it, and the checkout lady, she didn't even say nothing. She just typed in her code and kept going. Mm-hmm. She was like, did you scan her? I was like, yeah. It's all where it should be. And she was like, okay. So, you know. Yeah, the check thinking, is so, like. <laughs> thinking about how, how, you know, from her reality. She's like, she's probably thinking, going home, this fucking AI keeps making me check on these normal ass people. But to be fair, I'd be wearing some baggy ass clothes. So like, yeah, I get, I would probably get profiled a lot. Even in the airport, I would bring like the baggiest fucking jackets flying from Florida in the summertime to another warm area Mm. in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And so TSA is like checking my my jackets. I'm like, what? I'll tell people, I'm like, what? It's so weird that they're checking my jacket. Like, dude, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, you look. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who else wears a baggy jacket? Yeah. Well, it's also, it goes in the opposite way of like, if I, um, like if I'm buying alcohol or something like that, like a lot of times people be like, yeah, I'm not checking your ID kind of thing. Like, or if you just kind of like gesture, like you're ready to pull your ID out, people would be like, oh, he's like, nobody's ballsy enough to fucking do that. Like, all right, you're good to go. And like, yeah, I'm above 21, but it's like, man, if I would known that when I was below 21, I had the balls to just be like, fucking call me on it, bro. Like, I mean, I'm there 21. are some who will be like, there's that a idea. ton of people who do that. And like, but then sometimes, and then sometimes, yeah, but it's like, what's the worst? They're not going to fucking arrest you. They just kick you out of the store. Yeah. Which is like. You know, you didn't lose anything, really. I don't know. Maybe people should be ballsier. I don't fucking think. Yeah. I mean, that that goes along with it. You'd be surprised with how many things you can get away with because so many people lack the self-awareness. Yeah. I, I love touching on the self-awareness because everything touches back to the self-awareness. Mm. If you're not so... If you aren't plugged into what's going on in the world, you know, you're going to miss a lot. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, the people you don't ID check because you're not paying attention. You're not self-aware to, like... Or, you know, pretending to pull out your idea like you're ready for something, act like you've been here before. Yeah. If you if you're self aware enough to know that, I mean you're gonna you will end up getting yeah. past enough people who just aren't doing their due diligence because I mean I mean now that is how accidents happen, um, in like 
you know, security breaches and stuff. That's, oh my gosh, all these, like, War Thunder and, like, the tank apps and or the tank games and uh-huh. helicopter games that keep getting info leaked because... People keep arguing, like, oh, this helicopter's ass in development. Like, but in real life, it's better. Like, no, the fuck it's not. And then they'll leak blueprints that are classified. (laughs) Yeah, it's all because they're just not self aware. No one was self aware. Like, oh, yeah, good to play. Don't share it on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it, well, because there's a couple things. It's like, sometimes it's almost you can be too self aware. Like, if you just, like, like, some people. You know, if if you think about something like, oh, the science says I'm not supposed to do this, so I'm not supposed to, you know, don't, I, I'm trying to think of an example, but I can't just like, oh no, you can't, you can't do this thing because like, oh, the science says it, and I don't, you know, if I ask, they're gonna say no. But then like, I'll have people, my buddies will go up and they'll be like, they won't think about it, they'll just go up and ask. Oh and yeah. Then, and then the person working there will be like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Oh and yeah. Like, what? You yeah. Know, you know, it's it's like, um, it's not really the same thing, but um. Double-edged sword, 100%. Yeah, you can overthink it, and then you'll penalize yourself. Versus sometimes if you just fucking ask, people won't care, or they like it's too much of a pain in the ass for them to deal with, to where they'll just fucking... It's like, like okay, um, like you get like a... You know the sauce they put on quesadillas? Yeah. Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. So if, if you ask for that when you order your food, oh, yeah. it costs money. Taco it costs Bell. extra money. That's but if right. you go at the last minute like right as you're getting your order you're like oh like get, give me some of this sauce yeah it's so much of a pain in the ass for them to go ahead and like retype it that they won't charge you for it and so it's like hmm. but it, but you would think oh i'm not gonna ask because they're gonna charge it for me anyway they're gonna charge me for it anyways even right. though i asked but it's like if you push and and like you can kind of press people for like how lazy they are how little they give a shit it's like you can actually get away with a lot of stuff if you just ask or if you just push. You're just like, hey, like, like probing. Yeah, or, or like, like you're just like, yo, can you? Like, I, I was at Olive Garden one time, and uh, we were talking with the waiter, and he was a college student, you know. And we're like, oh yeah, so you can do whatever. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, give me all the soups in one bowl. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And okay. it's like most people would be like, you can't ask that. You They're gonna be all weird. It's like. They work at Olive Garden. They don't give a fuck, dude. Like, gas. Not a, the- not a diss to Olive Garden. Yeah, no, Olive Garden. Yeah, especially if you, you know they're you gotta just work there for Olive the Garden. paycheck. Yeah, they'll get a better tip for letting you put yeah, all the I soup did, in I the bowl. I give him a better fucking tip. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Like, oh, you think he's against you know bastardizing the Olive Garden <laughs> recipe? Like, he doesn't give a flying fuck. He's like, somebody wants four soups in a bowl. Give him four soups in a bowl. Who gives a shit? You know, if you think about it. That's like a. What if that was a food critic? Th- this is like crazy theory time. What if that was a food critic that was like, "Give me four soups in one bowl," and then the person does it, and then they leave a scathing review on <laughs> Yelp later, like, "I this, uh, that guy from Ratatouille, I Anton Ego, I asked for four soups and fucking I don't know. They're like, this is inadequate service. Your this people are stupid, soup. and there are people who will do that for no reason. Oh, when it's like their fault too. You they'll, asked for this, yeah, and then they're purposely mad. try and make make you look like a jackass. It's oh. ridi- It's it's ridiculous. I mean, those people are assholes. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like I, I don't use TikTok, but I've seen like you know YouTubers watching TikToks of like people just being just assholes, just because they want to yell at somebody. You're like. Dude, what the fuck is your problem? Or like, like I've been to Chipotle and people are like yelling at the person in, uh, like who's working the line, like, "Yo, you guys should have chicken." What the fuck? And they're like, "Yeah, it's on the grill right now." Like, what do you want me to do? Like, make it cook faster? And they're like, "Well, you should be prepared." Blah blah blah. And I'm just thinking, like, 
They work at Chipotle. You think they give a fuck about your, like, oh, I gotta have this chicken perfect at all times? Like, they don't pay me enough to fucking yeah. care about, like, They're humans. any of this. They're yeah. all humans, too. That's I think people forget that part. Yeah. Do you think it's a culture thing? Can we touch on that? Uh... How about uh, I'll think about it, but this I is think it's a good pee break time. That's fine. So uh, we'll be right back. That's fine. Um, so the boat store. Are we back? We back? Yeah, you got a boat store. We have returned. So you know when people talk about failure and you know getting back on the horse, you keep stalling your car out because um, you're learning how to drive a manual. Uh, there's this captain who recently stepped into a captain position, hmm. and he's a really good dude, and he cares a lot about his job, but when he first started out, uh, he came from New York, and what is it? He was mechanically inclined. I was taking some time off of um, my boat on a, for a little vacation, mm. and so this guy stepped in, and during the orientation, I was teaching him how to drive the, or not teaching him, but I was just telling him, you know, this is how you drive the tender, or like, you know, these are the controls, and this is the bow thruster. By the way, the bow thruster will stick sometimes. Hmm. Will stick. So, you know, you're you're going to bump just a little bit. You it sounds like a like a blender, you know. Mm. And you know, you can tell when it's revving up and down. Well, you know, you hear because it sticks. And mm. you have to turn off the system or something. You hit the kill switch for it to turn that off. And I told homeboy, I was like this is what you gotta do, you know, be careful. And so, you know, the orientation's done, I'm just hanging out inside, I'm getting ready to go. Conveniently, at that same time, I got hacked, and so I had to change all my passwords and stuff. I oh. lost a, uh, my Facebook account. Um, but now it's also low-key a flex to have no friends in my Facebook. So I got, like, 30 friends, and I consider that a flex. Because, mm. um, you know, everyone's like, oh, you gotta have more friends or more Instagram followers. Nah. Not Low not. numbers. Keep it, keep it like a keep tight real circle. Ones. That's that's how you, you know, I, I kind of do and don't call it a red flag. Is like, how much does a follower count really mean to someone on their in their personal social media? You know, you like celebrities. That's fine. Your mm. your personal or your uh, it's like your business. Yeah, your like business. You need to have a bunch of people. Absolutely, you but personally, you know. How many of those people are just waiting to see you personally fail? Are they waiting to see you post something that they can latch onto and, and diss you for? You know, find a reason to not like you? Hmm. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I digress. So I'm, I'm sitting inside hanging out, and I just feel the boat. I just feel it shake a little bit. And you hear this big boom. And I look over, and I see the tender, and the, the top of it is like right next to the boat where it shouldn't be, and I'm like, oh, that's... Huh. Hmm. I should go look at that. So I step out, and I see that the tender has hit the boat, and uh, this guy was driving it, and he was like, oh, the fucking bow thruster was stuck. And so he, you know, the bow hit the railing on our swim platform, so it bent it a little bit. Uh, the only thing it has done was made a minor inconvenience for any time we needed to remove that railing, not that big a deal. Hmm. Um, and then, like, on the back of the engines, on the tender, there was a little crack because it hit a piece of the dock. And there's just a tiny chunk taken out. Hmm. Not that bad because it was, like, it was pushed in. So if you really kind of, like, do the blurry eyes things, you know, you don't really see that imperfection. Mm -hmm. um, 
Well, this guy was very affected by it, and he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm really considering a you know going back back home. I don't know if I could do this gig." And you know, the captain and I were like, <laughs> "Well, I made the joke. It's gonna buff out. It'll buff <laughs> out." That was that was my motto before. Um, I love boats. Is it'll buff out hmm. because. You know, sometimes you just have things happen where yeah. there's just a big crunch, and all you can all you can do is laugh it off. And so I, I would just, you know, boom, <laughs> it'll buff out. Yeah, and you go on with your day. I mean, you'll get it fixed eventually. Yeah. Um, but that's how you don't go crazy in situations like that. But you know, this guy really didn't want to be here right now, and he was so ready to buy that plane ticket back. And we're like, dude, here's the keys. Try the tender. Come on, you got this. And well, he just uh, picked up a position for a hundred foot plus captain position. Mm. And so you know that that really should go to show that you know it's good to fail. You know, it's it's a little mess up. You know, it happens. You know, no one got hurt. It's all good. That was a safe space to fail. Mm. And and he's doing good now, which is you know a really good story that. Sometimes you fall off the horse, but the willingness to get back on the horse and face yeah. your fears, even if you're scared after, oh, you you bumped the dock once. R.I.P. World's not over. Do your job, dude. Yeah. Come on. We're not paying for that plane ticket back anyways. Well, that's like, I think about it, um, just, I guess, relating to, like, academics. Like, I found that the people, like, you know, going to college, there are some people who have no idea how to study. And there are some people who are, like, they have their grind, they have their grind set up. But it's, like, it's the people who shit the bed in fucking, like, grade school or something. Shit the bed. They shit, yeah, shit the bed. They're the ones who, like, they fucked up really bad, and so they learned how to study properly. Those are the people who are actually strong, versus the people who are just, um, like... They never had to study in high school. They kind of skated by, and then now is their first time kind of encountering... The, when the rubber meets the road. Yeah, this is the first time I was like, oh shit, I have to study, and they've never done it before. It's like, the people who have experienced the failure oftentimes are the best at kind of overcoming it versus the people who've never had to deal with that shit. It, you know, if you get far enough and you've never dealt with that, that kind of failure, you can like collapse. You know, you can think like, oh, I have to go home. I can't, I can't do this at all. Versus, like, if you fucked up before, you're like, oh, yeah, I've, I've yeah. been an idiot before. <laughs> I know how this works. You know, you're going to be a dumbass before you're... It's like, um... You'd be more forgiving. It's like that Adventure Time thing of, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what the fucking quote from Jake was, but it's basically, like, I started out and I was very bad, and that's how it goes. You just first, step, <laughs> first step at getting good is being bad, and then you yeah. slowly, like, build yourself up. It's like, I, like, first time I played Call of Duty, I couldn't, like, my brain couldn't handle walking and looking around at the same time. No way. So I just disregarded walking completely, and I just sat there with, like, all my focus on just aiming and shooting. Like, I didn't even sight in this, the gun. I was just, Incredible. like, just hold down the trigger and point it at somebody. Don't move around at all. And then you got Diamond Snipers. You yeah. beat me in the race. That was, like, Let's go. I was so, if you want to talk about something that I was truly I mean, pressed about in my childhood, it was getting Diamond Snipers before you i will i will say it'll make you feel better i did um i don't, I don't even remember what it was called uh but it's where you can get a friend on the enemy team and then they like 
act like an idiot for you so you can kill him a couple times and then you get the the bloodthirsty because no. it was always the bloodthirsties on like the fucking like uh everything or some yeah. shit like that i got it on everyone except for that last sniper in black ops 2 the other mm. semi-auto one that i could not get a fucking bloodthirsty on for some reason right that one i um i had my buddy help me out with so yeah. that's fine you did it the real way hey no so you i got that going for you i didn't technically uh, i only got like two of them not even not even two of them i got the svu gold after like years later in mm-hmm. like 2019 i i got access to that account and i was like let me check it out and i was like yo this is like one double kill away from a- let me do that yeah so i hopped in hardcore but hardcore is like the shit but then it's okay because then i decided to know like black ops 3 uh perfect the multiplayer and then get a fresh reset holy shit well, okay, it wasn't perfect. You reset afterwards? I got max prestige. I didn't get level 1,000, but by level... Uh, before even max prestige, I was gold armor for every operator and then dark matter. Oh, my God. I know life that shit so yeah. hard, but I was good. I mean, you want to throw me in a... I mean, yeah, if you talk to any of the homeboys who play FPS games with me, they're like, you still got it. <laughs> I don't know where where I got it from, but, like, that was my shit. And That's the practice, bro. You don't, you don't just get it for nothing. I mean, yeah. some people got it, but, like, those people who really fucking grind at it were just, like, menaces in those games. That's, Absolute menaces. Um, but I guess, okay, so, so back to what we were talking about earlier. That's the, true, my bad. The, uh, the culture of pushing it, though, like... That's something um, where, like, like so, for instance, with the Thumbs Up series, right? Yeah. Two, two of their trips they did in America, and then for their third trip they went to China, mm. and they hitchhiked around China. And culturally, they did not have hitchhiking at all. So, like, literally, instead of, like, after a certain point, instead of doing, like, the normal hitchhiking thing, which nobody understood, yeah. they just got onto people's cars. What? And people would just, they're like... Okay, and oh. they just keep driving wherever they're going. Like, hop on the outside or inside? Yeah, like, they mainly did it with, like, big trucks. Oh, wow. So, like, somebody, like, hauling around, like, a bunch of, like, uh, trees or some yeah. shit like that. They just get on the trailer. Wow. And they're just like, go, go, go. And the guy's like, okay. Well, okay. Don't Who gives a fuck? Like, like, and they just keep going. And it's like, culturally, yeah, I don't know. Well, because, um. Wow. I, I, so, I visited uh, India back in 2019. And the culture of, like, lines there is line yeah like queuing. waiting yeah waiting wow. in line is so different like what's it's non-existent and, and like not to talk trash about india but like <laughs> like going there as an american who's like okay everybody lines up and waits their turn there it's like you push and you go like it's a swarm for like to get a ticket at, at the train station like you just go and you push and like you just try and get in front of whoever you can and then you get to the front and then you get to talk to the guy and you win so like me not knowing their language either i'm like waiting in line these people are butting in front of me i'm trying to talk to the guy and somebody would literally cut in front of me because he sees i'm speaking english like i have business to attend to tourist man and they'll talk to the tourist guy give me a man. ticket for this kind of shit they get the ticket and then i'm just like dude please like just give me the ticket for wherever the fuck we're going did you eventually get the ticket i eventually got the ticket wow. but it was like after the crowd dissipated no like so it wasn't you were a just big like, crowd but oh, it was like it was like you know like, a wave yeah it was like 10 15 people they're I, still pretty nutty yeah no like i got cut like at least like four or five times and you're just you're just sitting there you're just like uh, uh, like what yep. the fuck culture shock and you're not used to like the competitive pushing it because if you don't push you don't get anything or like fucking bartering too it's like hmm. especially in foreign countries like that where they know you're not used to bartering and they know you're a tourist hmm. they're gonna like whatever price they give you is gonna be too much yep and so 
a lot of people don't even think to ask, especially like in America, we don't barter at all. But like there, it's like whatever price they offer you, offer half, and you could probably get it, and you're probably getting a bad deal too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like it's very so. Like my dad, you know, he grew up in it, so he would go there and be like, "I'm not no, like I'll give you fucking a tenth of what you offered," and they're like, "What?" And they'll be like. Yeah, okay. Or like you have to if you're willing to walk away, that's so powerful. Act like you've been there. Yeah. Act wow. like you're like actually I don't need this. It'll be like, actually no 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 no. I'll wow. give it to you way cheaper. And you're like, nah, I don't I don't want it. Whoa. It's really yeah. And and like but here you can even do that too. Like in here? Some, yeah, if you're like in a um I never knew it until um this you know it's old because I'm talking about Sears. Oh but uh my we went to uh we were going to Sears and we were buying like I don't know if it was a fucking washing machine or a TV or some shit like that and we're talking to the guy, you know, it's the price of the TV. You know, it's like five hundred bucks, that's how much the TV costs. Right. And my dad's like, I'll give you like four hundred fifty and they're like, Okay, I can I, I can make that happen. Wow. Like on certain like big ticket items where they're making a certain level of profit, like you know you can negotiate with like a car, but like certain things that are big enough that they're making like Hmm. enough of a profit to where there's leeway if you're like they want the sale so where there's sales people so it has to be like the commission-based places first not just retail yeah i mean like because sears is retail but yeah they are like salesmen but Uh. i don't know if they get paid like a base rate plus commission Uh but it's like if you can kind of haggle you can haggle in certain situations where like you don't know if you can haggle if Uh. you just ask hey maybe you're gonna get a better deal or like um what is it like a bartender it's not the same thing but like if you sort of befriend the bartender you know they don't pour fucking standard drinks kind of i got that one uh they don't pour standard drinks right so like if you're if you like tip the bartender well on the first drink and they like you like mm. you'll get you'll get like you know one and a half times strength drinks damn because they like you and it's it's one of those systems where it's like yeah like you said it like they're people at the end of the day so if you get them to like you yeah like you can get, or I remember I worked at Panda Express. This guy pissed me off, but like, you know, I'm sh- shoveling fucking orange chicken, you know, work working on the line. Yep. And this guy comes up, and you can tell he's like, oh, like I'm a cool guy kind of guy. Yep. And I don't think, you know, some people might consider him as cool, but I thought he was a douchebag. Mm. But he's like, hey, bro, you know, like, why don't you like hit me up with another spoonful? And like, he paid for two. Hmm. but like i gave him more and i was pissed at myself i was like i should have just been like no fuck you but like also i don't give a shit i don't give a shit they throw away all the food at the end of the day damn which you know you get to take as much at home as you want never mind um but like but yeah it's one of those things it's like he just asked and i gave him more food it's like man if you just did that like all the time like or like chipotle you can ask for double anything besides meat and they'll give it to you for free Wow. Like, my buddy, he would go in, he would ask for two scoops of both types of rice, which is like, you know, just for maximum food or like anything. Maximum I'd just be like, yo, food. give me, give me more. Give just me give me more. Give me more. I want more. Or it's the thing where like you ask for double meat, but then like they don't have the communication on the line. So once you get down to the cashier, they're like, <laughs> what you have? And you're like, oh, just chicken. Just and then they ch- they charge you for single meat. Gosh, and really you get damn. double meat. You kind of fucking hack in the system. Uh, you know? Sure. It's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> A, a lot of stuff you can just finagle mm. and if you're willing to like shoot the shot you might That's end true. up with fucking double meat self-awareness yeah man but a lot of times you know, you're too nervous oh no am i gonna get caught like oh no they're definitely gonna say no like blah blah it's like which a polling worker's gonna be like no i'm not gonna give you both no kinds of beans. fun yeah it's like 
You fucking work at Chipotle. Just give me fucking double beans. Who gives a shit? There's the, uh, what is it? When you people watch enough, you find, you know, what people get the best type of treatment. Mm. And you also, it's it's a very human thing, very logical. Mm. The nicest people, even the, the like, low-key, almost, like, you're teetering on clueless mm. when you're... You know, you you ask like a a waiter, hey, uh, uh, what's good? Like, is is this good or is this good? Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, or or like Moe's or something or Chipotle, like, okay, yeah, I'll have uh, like one of these. You know, you're just genuinely a nice person. You're like, ooh, yeah, that sounds pretty good actually. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just having fun with people, and they're like, yeah, let me get some of this. You're like, hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, you know, feeling good. You're you're trying to go out of your way to make them feel a little more human. That always gets like the best treatment no matter what yeah yeah and it's it's oh life hack be a good fucking person who knew <laughs> i mean no. nissan drivers though fuck those guys yeah. fucking nissan the, you drive it also, you are a bad driver yeah period yeah <laughs> i gotta yep yeah. there's no argue, there's no yeah you might have yeah. been a good driver before but the moment you got those keys in your hand you suck you suck <laughs> uh i don't know why it's it's okay well you know how when you get a car all of a sudden you see it all over the place yeah maybe it's maybe it's like am i just such a bad driver that i notice other bad drivers is it like game recognizes game almost maybe well like there's situations where i do some stuff and i'm like oh I'm, that was, that was radio privileges yeah. canceled well, that was an asshole move i shouldn't have done that like sorry bud i like doing the little wave i do yeah. thumbs downs to nissans when they do a that's stupid a good, move i do the thumbs down because like down. middle finger that's like that's a hey man i'm ready to fight at this next light mm. Well, that sounds like fun. I got places to be, so I'm going to just give you the thumbs down that yeah. I disapprove, but I'm not going to, like, you know... Nobody's going to shoot you over a thumbs down, but, like, a middle finger, you'd somebody be surprised. might get road rage. Yeah, middle finger, well, absolutely road rage. Thumbs down, I'll take the risk. Yeah. Well, the thumbs down's like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I think I would win in a court case of, I gave my thumbs down and they break-checked me. Yeah. They'd be like, that's fair. That's fair. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I definitely have instances where, like, you know, you're in the fast lane... And you get somebody coming up behind you, and you can tell they want to go past you. I move over. See, I'll move over, but if I can't move over, it's like like I feel the pressure of them wanting me to speed up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, should I speed because they want me to go faster? But then sometimes I'm like, nah, bitch. Like, like I'm going you go fast. Away. You can fucking go ahead and crash your own car. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah, that's but acceptable. It's a weird, like, give and take. Because I'm definitely of the, of the mind of, like, you know, if you're in the fast lane, you should be going fast. Totally. But I've, there's like a George Carlin joke I think about it where it's like when you're driving, everybody who's driving slower than you is a stupid asshole, and everybody who's driving faster than you is a maniac. Yep. It's like you are the only person driving the correct speed. That is correct. Yeah, and it's during self awareness where like mm. you're so self aware, like oh shit, this person needs to go in front of me. But to take it a step further, if you like understand the car stuff, like Dodge Challengers pulling up behind you, you know. Mm they they just have more power the gearing in the that machine is made oh. to go cruise faster than you know your yeah. vehicle that's just how it is when i'm in the Miata, I'll move over or I, something I, I i base like yeah you probably could have go faster than me yeah <laughs> like, my, that's the yeah on the interstate i'm actually the met I'm, i don't drive like a dickhead that's but i nuts, my dude. cruising speed is faster than but the Miata a lot of other like people 80 miles an hour is like as fast as you can go in the Miata. It's like all right that's fine 
And that's in that's with the six speed. The more safety, the more the more like you have a cage and stuff, the more stability you get. Oh my gosh, that thing is. You to feel, me, it's just the revs. Like I don't like uh, hanging around at four thousand RPM. Like, no, it to gets me, I'm obnoxious. Like, that's too much. It's yeah. very obnoxious when you get like, uh, you know, you're kind of letting off the throttle just enough near the power band where you're neutral in motion. Mm. That's when you can get like a perfect hum of white noise where it's drowned out just enough to make it almost almost like perfect to set. No, I, I, you can't even say quiet. You can't, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not quiet. You uh, can, you can drown it out with enough music. I'll yeah. say that. Maybe some good sound-canceling headphones. I don't know. But like, like yeah, when you're in the fast lane, though, because well, I'll, I'll see that too where I'm driving and there's, there's a space next to me and I can tell the guy's on my ass. Yeah. And as I'm like moving over... They try to? No, they're like, yeah, they're moving over and then they see that I'm moving over and they correct back to the fast lane. I'm like... Dude, if you just waited, I do. Like, I just do a blinker first. Like, if they ride me, then I'll do. I'll do a blinker, and then I'll be like, I'll let you know, and then I'll like yeah, do that. Yeah. But like, I'll wait a second because sometimes I agree. You don't know what their next move is, so I, I wait to see like if they're gonna sit. If they're willing to wait, then I'll move. But sometimes they're just willing to cut through. Yeah. And so I'd be like, I don't want to be that guy to fuck up their motion. So it's it's weird because when you work on boats, that's actually one of the rules is you know make a clear and obvious. Uh, course change when there's two boats headed towards each other. You know, you guys be like, "Oh, what are you gonna do?" I, I will. You know, I won't do like a little turn. I will just fucking hard, hard right, hard yeah. left. You know, whatever it is to make them see, I'm making an obvious course change. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, following their momentum, you have to kind of understand logically where they're gonna go. It's the exact same thing with with cars. It's entirely or with people. Like when you ever yeah. have that like, oh, which way yeah, you're gonna go? Moment. Thing. If you just take a hard right, people will know which way you're going. Exactly. Or even the like the body position. Like I'll just like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, like forty five to the right. They're like, I think he's going to the right. Yeah. Or I'd do that with like because I would longboard around campus and I'd just do it with my hand. I'd be like, I'm going to the right oh, that's kind of shit. So smart. And people would be like, Oh, okay, I get that, and they go to the that's other smart. side. The funniest thing is when you come up behind somebody in a longboard, though, and you'd, like, go around them, and they didn't know you were there no. until the moment you pass them. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or when they, they decide, this is my my time is now to step to the side yeah, for some like, random bro. moment. I ran some dude's toe over one time in Lauderdale. That feels so bad when you hit, like, and he hit went, somebody. From... Yeah. And I go, oh, I am so sorry. Yeah. And then I just, like... <laughs> Left. I didn't know what to do. I panicked, and I just. It's like, what do you do? You know, it's not like you're gonna exchange insurance. Like, I've hit a girl one time. Oh, not not hard, not hard. But like, you know, we it was crowded, and I ran into her on my longboard, and it's just like, oh, like, are you okay? I'm sorry, and she's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm like, all right, bye. Like, what else do I do here? You want me to walk you to class? Like, no, I'm fucking. I got places to be still. That's why I was exactly. Exactly. That's why you were jetting. Exactly, man. I got my reasons. Um, no vehicular damage here. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about before the car thing? Culture? The culture? Well, in a way, it's it's a culture thing, but yeah, to talk about, you know, the haggling almost. Mm. You know, where the Western culture in the States, we don't, we don't haggle, you know. Yeah. That's just such a foreign thing to us, and so... With that, or the line thing, you know, it's such a foreign concept to just, like, for us to just push ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you see somebody cut in over here, they're you're like, an asshole. Fuck you. Yeah. But then a lot of people, they'll, they'll see them cut and they won't say anything. Yeah. And it's like, 
uh, you know, I had that in high school. People would cut and nobody would say anything. And it's like, we know this is wrong, but we don't have the balls to say anything about it. It's like, it's I just mean, maybe they deserve to cut then? Like, I just don't think we... It could be that people just don't care enough. With the self-awareness of maybe, you know, either people will or won't agree. It's mm. they're not willing to stand for, you know... But it's, you know, they value that as it's not that big a deal. Like, in the in the grand uh, scheme of things... I don't think it's... But I then if everyone cut, then we would be the exact same. No, I think it's the, like, people don't want to be the... Like, they don't want to be, like, the asshole who says something when you should... Like, because it's almost, like, painful to have to stand for something rather than just let it happen. Just quietly, like, be like, you're fine. And then you just quietly hit yeah. that asshole rather than just, like, standing up for yourself and be like, hey dude like get in the back of line and because then i think the worry is like if you say something the guys could be like no what are you gonna do about it right but oftentimes it's like if you say something they'll feel bad and they will get in the back of the line and so it's you know i think a lot of people you just gotta actually like have some balls and be like all right you know like if you believe that you know everybody should get in line properly you gotta be yeah. willing to fight about it there's this crazy crazy flip side of the coin and it's a there was a study where you could actually get away with a lot of stuff just by asking people and mm -hmm. then saying, like, because, and then just give a reason. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you need to cut a line, you know, you really, you want, you just need that coffee so bad and you want to cut in line. Ask the person, hey, can I cut you in line because I'm, like, really late for blah, 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 blah. We're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah. But it, you're asking. So everyone else will be like, hey, you know, I, I kind of heard them asking. They were cool with that. You know, the yeah. person who's letting them cut. You know, that it's organized. I mm. think it's like the disorganization where people are like, oh, this is disorganization. But like, yeah, that's, that's good that like, you know, some people do need to have the... Uh... But then again, mm. at the same time, if someone didn't ask and they just cut, hypothetically, well, this will be asshole. anecdotal for me. <laughs> um I just think that they clearly need to be somewhere sooner. You know, they've got their own shit going on. Oh, I you know. The, they've got something. They're in their own world I right now. I assume the worst out of them. Like, they're an asshole. They don't, like, I never assume. Well, that's kind of the, um, uh, I think in psychology it's like the fundamental attribution error mm. is like, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, it's because they're a terrible person mm. versus if you cut somebody off in traffic, it's like, oh no, like I'm in a rush. I didn't mean yeah. it kind of thing. And like, both sides are true because like you know if you go around assuming innocence of everybody who does something wrong then people are just gonna walk all over you versus if you go and fight everybody for for doing anything wrong to you it's like hey like you know sometimes you gotta give them a little slack maybe they're not evil people maybe they are just in a rush yeah and th but th it's one of those things where it's like it takes effort to kind of parse those things out versus just being like everybody's an asshole or everybody's nice it's like it's a lot easier to pick a side it's definitely a, a pick your battles thing which is crazy. Um, but that is an interesting thing of, like, if you ask, some people will let you cut in line. 100%. Which is, yeah, it is true. Like, yeah, if somebody politely asks me, like, hey, like, please, I'm in a rush. Can I just get in ahead of you? Like, Maybe I'd even behind. Yeah, I'd be like, you yeah, know, okay. Or, like, honestly, you'd feel like an asshole for saying no. Yeah. Even if they're lying about it, you're like, oh, I don't want to be an asshole. Be like, no, get behind me in line. This like, is where you really test it. You go... Hey, can I cut in front? I just really don't want to wait in line. <laughs> I just can't be fucked to wait in line right now. I I'm think, sorry. I think then you give a person like a very easy reason to be like, no. I'm oh like, yeah. You cut it. Although some people, they probably appreciate the balls. They'd be like, all right, bro. <laughs> you might run Fair into enough. the one chat who's like, I like your balls. Yeah. Come on in. Nice balls. <laughs> nice balls. Nice cut. Uh, With the culture thing, um, something really interesting that I noticed. 
working with South Africans, certain ones whistle to each other to get attention, or even mm -hmm. Spanish people. And so, you know, seeing that in tourist areas, Newport, Rhode Island, you get a lot of different people. And one night when you go out drinking with some South Africans and they're whistling at the people at the pizza place who have been working a long, hard weekend night shift, they just want to go home. They don't want to be whistled at, but they yeah. don't understand the culture of whistling. Yeah. So when they hear a whistle, um, they think you're an They respond, hey, I'm not your fucking dog. Yeah. And I'm over here looking for the bathroom and I'm like, all right, I got to. Yeah. I, I did intervene for that one. I was like, oh, that's, it's just a culture thing. We just want some pizza. I mean, yeah. I already had my pizza, but I was like, you know, trying to defuse it. And they're like, nah, we're not your fucking dog. And then he was like, I just want some dessert. But uh, with yeah. his accent, they heard something else. They're like, what the fuck did you say? And it, the whole pizza kitchen squared up. And I was like, he just wants some dessert. Please don't beat him up. And then they're like, there's no reason to use words like that. And I was like, words like what? And they're like, you heard what he said. I was like, he said he wants some dessert. And then they're like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, whatever. Bruh. But, you know, it's it's the culture thing. They just don't understand the whistling. And, and I think it's the fact that, I mean, I can accept it. Those dudes are working hard and they wanted to go home. Mm -hmm. No skin off my back. They're just having a rough time. I can understand a dog is barking sometimes, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they're just having a rough day. I think they perceive it yeah. as a slight rather than because Absolutely. it's not the culture. They think somebody's an asshole if they do that. Yep. Versus in their culture, it's just how you get somebody's attention. It's a it's a Western thing is uh, not understanding other cultures and so... You know, everything is always seen as an attack, and and it's it's. I see I know that things in this generation like, as a failure to listen. Well, I don't and know understand. that it's it's necessarily like a Western thing. I th I think it's more like, you know, there is a base kind of like rules and attitudes in this situation. It's like you know, yeah, yeah. You're in the true. West. Why don't you, you know act like a Western? Like these are that's true. Refine. Kind of, yeah, it was like what the, is that bad for me to say that? No, I love, kinder. I wouldn't say refine. It's Nicer. Just, what's not not even because it's going from one way to the other. It's like if you canceled. go to South Africa and you're not whistling at people, people won't know that you're asking for attention. It's just like what are the rules of this situation? And Culture. And you have to operate. It's like, this is the culture, this is how we operate. Yeah. So now you're operating differently, and in one culture, something might be perceived as rude, versus yeah. in another culture, it might be perceived as normal. Yeah. you got to kind of, you know, mm. maybe, yeah, it's a little bit on both sides. Like, all right, yeah, the guys are pissed off. Maybe the South Africans should have known, hey, like, this is America. We don't work like that here. Yeah. But then also, like, hey, if you're trying to explain them, like, no, they didn't do it to be rude, and they can't accept right. that. Then it's like, all right, you know, you got to find the kind of middle ground. That's true. And but that takes a certain like give on both sides. Hey, for, like, yep. Because the workers have to be like, oh, maybe these guys aren't being malicious. Maybe they're not assholes. Right. But then you know, if you're going around assuming people aren't assholes, then you're just a fucking naive idiot who's like, no, they are assholes. They're just being rude to you, and you just fell for it. You you have to figure that out. Yeah. But and, and it's like in India, they're they're cutting me. They're cutting me in line. It's like they're. To them, that's just how it is. That's yeah. probably because they're cutting each other in line. They're like, yeah, <laughs> fuck everybody. What are you talking fuck about? Everybody. You know, it's it's not just that. Like, oh, they're being rude to me because I'm a foreigner. It's like they're being rude to everybody. Like that's the culture. The consistency. But like, if you're here and like, yeah, you whistle. Like, if you ask for the check here, most people aren't going to be like, yo, waiter like yell out because yep. that's perceived as rude, even though it used to be standard. Yep. And a lot of people still do it now. And if you do it the right way, it's perceived as fine. 
versus you know you sitting there just like like kind of like shaking your little hand doing a little check symbol and nobody's gonna notice you yep it's like dude don't you want the fucking check like let's you know stand up for yourself like hey let's get it going where's the check i need the check like this is what you want right yeah so sometimes you you might be perceived as rude but you also got to kind of stand up for yourself and be like hey like i'm not gonna sit here and waste my time just because i don't want to be rude it's like i have somewhere to be if they think it's rude like you know i can try and sort that out but also like who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, I'm got, I gotta go. Like, I, you know, I don't care about your feelings that much. To waste my time. It's it's a crazy, crazy concept like that. You know, I, I did think about that that exact same thing of like, you know, sometimes you have to be almost perceived as the a hole. But then I even I I do my best to give as many people grace as I can because mm-hmm. you dare I say be the difference you want to see, uh, even if I'm not gonna see it in my lifetime. Uh, it would it's you know. I'd like to think that that there are other intelligent people who can understand that me asking for the check, like cutting them off, mm. you know, is just, you know, they're just busy, you know, they just got shit to do. Mm. And so whenever someone's just doing something so aggressively or they have such a drive to them, I just, I, I always just say like, oh, they are on a mission, dude. Yeah. They're on a mission. That's a, I mean, that's, that's a, their main quest right there. It's a nicer way to view the world rather than thinking everybody's an asshole, too. Because then it's just like, these fucking yeah. assholes, it's a lot nicer of a place to exist to be like, oh, no, they're on their way. But I'll read the room, too. Like, I can definitely tell, you know, when you when you watch enough people, you can tell when someone's being genuine and, and so on and so forth. Can't bullshit a bullshitter. All this stuff, you know. It, I'd like to think it's obvious to to a point and you know if you've been around the block enough times and whatnot you can see similarities a lot of similarities with people and a lot of people like to make the joke that life is chess you know the real pros are thinking 10 steps ahead and that's very true Hmm. just in the same sense of you know a lot of people can be kind of classified as pieces almost in terms of you know what can you expect of this person can you expect them to be you know more a more kind and giving and forgiving person or can you expect them to be you know regularly aggressive and combative and you know can you really share your opinion with this person or Mm. are you going to be met with you know if you don't agree with me you're automatically wrong well so i I was listening to this podcast um actually like on the way here it was talking about like game theory Mm. and it's like um have you heard of the prisoner's dilemma I think so. Well, I'll give you yes, just, give yeah. me the gist. Um, so it's basically like you and your buddy com- may committed a crime, right? And so you're going to jail. And so the question is, okay, if neither of you rats out on each other, you're both going to get uh, like one year of jail. Okay. But if you rat out on your buddy and he doesn't say anything, he gets 10 years of jail, you get zero years of jail and vice versa. Or if you both rat out on each other, you both get five years of jail. So, and it's like, okay, you're the best way to operate is you rat out on your buddy, or at least, but hoping that he does. It. But net for both of you, it's going to be total less time spent in jail if neither of you rat out on on each other. But it, okay. it depends on, uh, you know, if you really trust them. And the way they t- abstracted it, it was kind of interesting. Like I don't totally get how to describe it, but it's basically like. That happens for one, like, if it's only one scenario, it's always in your best interest to be an asshole to the other person because, you know, that's just the most advantageous. Like, but drawn out on a longer timeline, then what's normally the best strategy is if it's tit for tat is what they say. So it's like, if they're an asshole to you, you're an asshole to them until they be nice to you and then you be nice to them. 
Okay. And so that's sort of the the standard, you know, okay, if you're gonna be an ass, you know, you might be lagging behind one step, right? They're the one who are initiating being an asshole, they're the ones who are initiating being nice, but you're always gonna be like, it's the most efficient way to kind of go, to have the right amount of dickhead, dickheadishness yeah. to the person. Um, but when it comes to, what they were talking about like signal errors, of like, oh, you perceive them as being an asshole, but really you just misperceived it and they weren't trying to be an asshole. It's like they use the uh, example of like, oh, we think Russia is sending a nuke towards us, so then we nuke them, but it turns out they didn't nuke us. And so now we started this war because we misperceived it. Um, so they said the best strategy overall is give them like the benefit of the doubt and come into it saying, all right, I'm going to act nice until you don't act nice, and yeah. then I'm going to be a dickhead to you until you act nice again. But baseline first approach is be nice. And then if that doesn't work out, then you can adjust. But, you know, standard level, which I guess that's your approach is like, yeah, if they, you know, cut the line, maybe they're being, you know, maybe that's, they're in a rush. But then now I'm paying attention. If they cut the line again, yep. then you're an asshole. You can get to the fucking back kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like everybody gets one, you get one fuck up, get one, one strike, pass. you get one pass. But if you keep, if you do it twice, then you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, in a way, it's the uh, with the prisoners dilemma. Hypothetically, if I was ever in that situation, I would always consistently rely on other people to do what serves them best. I will always rely on mm. everyone to be looking out for number one, and in their mind, that is them. And so. You know, if some guy is, is uh, you know, someone wants to steal something, homeboy's just looking out for himself. If he wants to rat out on everyone else and then have security on him at all times, hey, he's looking out for himself. We can consistently rely on the fact that that person is going to look out for themselves. Mm -hmm. Easy as that. And so, you know, now with that information, if I know that that person's going to have to choose between me or them, I know that person's going to choose them. Well, I know how to, you know, that's my chess move. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking at least that far into it. So it's it's kind of that thing is, you know, I'll be nice, but I'm also 100 billion percent always going to expect you to act in your own best interests. Mm. I will not fault you for it. That's human nature. Yeah. And I will understand that. And so, you know, it's, it's accepting it and so understanding how can I best pivot off of that, yeah. you know, to work with it against it around it so on and so forth it's it's crazy but yeah that's that's a an interesting thing that you brought up there i mean i think you see that in the world of seeing people act in their best interest it's sort of a don't hate the player hate the game yeah because you know with all these wars going on uh and we don't gotta get too deep into this because it's a whole rabbit hole but it's True. like you know everybody's saying oh this side's the evil side or that side's the evil side but when you look at both of their arguments it's like Oh, no, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, if they were an asshole to you, I understand why you were going to attack them. Yeah. But then vice versa, it's like, okay, they attacked you. I understand why you're going to attack them. You have your own, you're looking out for yourself. You want certain things. Like, we got to pick a side. Both sides have reasons for what they're doing. And depending on which side you pick, then the other side's an asshole. But if you look at it from both sides, it's like, excuse me. <laughs> if you look at it from both sides, it's like, all right, well, that's how it is. You know, you can't really solve it. Uh, I mean, you could, you, of course, you could solve, but it's kind of like, you know, you're both looking out for yourself, and yeah. so I understand why you made the decisions you did. 
do I blame you for it? No, like that's human nature. But at the end of the day, it's like, all right, what are you going to do about it? What, what do we do? You know, you, you look at the war or whatever war you want to look at, and you're like, okay, both sides have a reason to do what they're going to do. It's like, okay, well, what? So what? You're just going to sit there and watch? Which, I mean, shout out Switzerland. But like, shout out Switzerland. Well, besides that, it's like, okay, most times you're going to have to pick a side. And so you could try and find whoever's more right, whoever's going to benefit you the most to be on the, the same yeah. side as. Yeah, stock um, market. But I think a lot of people get kind of wrapped up in it and they don't see it as like the other person has their reasons. They're just like, oh, the other person is a stupid asshole. It's like... Just the opposition. Yeah, it's like... The ops. Even. Yeah, it's baseline, no, fuck them. It's like, no, 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 like... Fuck both of us. Fuck, no, we're both assholes, but I'm on my side. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I guess the result is the same. You're still going to kill them. Yeah. But it's but it's like, all right, well, I'm not killing them because they are evil, stupid people. It's like, no, I'm killing them because they're rational people, but what they want is against what I want, and so I have to deal with this problem. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard truth to have to come to terms with, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and it's hard to operate that way. You know, like you see like homeless people... And, like, some people are like, oh, they're just degenerate, you know, drug addicts. And then other people are like, no, they probably had, like, terrible lives, and that's why they started doing all these drugs. And, you know, you got to look at them as whole people. It's like, okay, like, if you look at them holistically as people, yeah, like, maybe they have terrible lives, they're doing, you know, not, not doing so well. But also, they're choosing to do crack, and I can't just let them do crack because, oh, well, they had a tough time. It's like, yeah, but I don't want fucking crackheads around me. So, like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, no, get the fuck out of here. If you if you see, you know, uh, what is it? There were there were a couple of homeless people in Newport. It has a uh, staggering homeless rate. Hmm. And so, you know, there are some who, what is it? Every now and then I just, I kind of look and see which homeless people are, uh, I don't know, I feel drawn to in the sense of it just happens. It's very mm. convenient um, where everything works out. But I'll see them like, hey, do you want some food or something? You thirsty? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll kind of try to take the time to get to know them. I'm not going to, you know, solve their problems, but I can still remind them that there's still good people out there who won't kick you to the finish line, but, you know, will still be there to cheer you on. And I think that's important is there's too many people who are not willing to cheer others on and remind them that they're still humans. They're just entirely cutting them off. And, you know, even just saying, hey, I don't have anything on me right now. You know, if I even if I had a water, I would give it to you, but I just don't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then there will be opportunities and in those opportunities, you can take them. Um, But, you know, it's also not on us to, you know, uh, with when you meet a lot of people you talk to a lot of people you get told many different observations and ways of life and well one one person i met told me about his time in alcoholics anonymous and having to walk over bodies you know Mm -hmm. as you start to not drink as much and you don't go to the bar as much you're going to see all your friends who still drink and do all the same things that you were doing and you see all these good sides of life you know for benefits in your own value and you want this for other people but you know they're not going to change for you mm. and that's that is a body you have to walk over consider that dead you can still be their friend you know you might not go out and drink with them that's fine but consider that cause you know just accept that that's a body that you can't you know kill yourself and and if you're trying to not drink alcohol why are you going to literally kill yourself and and go hang out with those people like yes I'll drink for you guys because that's you know you're putting them above you yeah 
and it's a sacrifice, and that's, you know, not walking over bodies. That's trying to, uh, what is it, carry all the bodies to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. You know, leading those horses to the water that don't even want to drink it. Yeah. And so I think it's, you know, if you you want to really uh, convince them and change their mind, then, you know, be the change you want to see, Mm -hmm. and other people will follow. You know, set the trends for the better, because the good trends will set themselves, and people will follow it. Mm. That's just how it is. It's just hope you're setting a good enough trend. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like... Show, don't tell. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people... Yeah, like like we were saying, you can say a lot of things, but it's when you actually do the things that people really... Or like, like, you know, you can't just go around giving people advice because a lot of times people don't ask for advice. They don't fucking want to hear it. Nobody wants some unsolicited advice. So you just got to be like... Show them like, hey, I'm doing something correctly, and then they will see it on their own. Because most people aren't stupid. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so they'll see it on their own and be like, oh, hey, it's like smokers. It's like smokers know it's bad for them. Oh like, yeah, going up and be like, you know, this is gonna kill you. That you're not fucking helping anybody. <laughs> but it's like if you're a friend with a smoker and you quit smoking, then they're gonna be like, oh, that's possible. And you're not yeah. telling them, hey, you should quit smoking too. It's like that's not what's gonna happen. show what's them gonna help. a reality where it's possible. Yeah, or uh, you know, like when playing video games and you introduce your friend to Minecraft and you tell them every single button on the controller while you're in the loading screen, they start the match and they go, alright, what do I do? Mm. And you're like, I just told you. Yeah. I stopped, like, a while, a long time ago, I stopped telling any person ever how to play something or how to do a lot of things because, you know, lead the horse to water, can't let it drink. I just wait for them to ask questions. Mm. It's so much easier because then I know they're going to retain that information. Yeah, I would tell my parents... Uh, with my sister she doesn't really like the advice that my parents share and so she'll always be like oh i know that blah 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 because you know lead a horse to water mm-hmm. and so i you know i just say hey you know chillax don't worry wait for her to ask the questions because she will ask the questions mm. just be patient and things will work themselves out in time and you know it's just in aspects like that just yeah. waiting for the people to approach you is it it is a lot less stressful when you're not having to uh, scrutinize everyone I think for that, everything. That changes their mindset too. Of it's it's like the thing of like you know people. If something's free, people won't value it. It's like yeah, if they if you're just giving them out advice, they won't see it as valuable until like if they're asking for it, it means they need something. And then right. when they need it, and then they also put the effort to go out of their way and ask you, then they're gonna value it because it wasn't just given to them. They went out and. See, sought it and they obtained it on their own sort of but you know they go out and try and get it and that's when they're going to actually keep it and retain it versus something just being handed to them it's it's not as valuable and so it's not you know necessary to just be like oh fuck this is actually really good free pamphlet versus do you have a card on you yeah yeah that's interesting yeah you got to work for it that when you said uh when it's given to you for free you don't really value it uh, just a casual, like, uh, point back to the trust fund thing. Mm. That's why those people are so, you know, they tend to be sad is because, you know, like, it, it don't matter. Don't mean anything. I got all this money for free. It's a trust fund. But yeah. that's, that's that. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, there are some people who do a lot of good things with their, their trust. And, you know, I've heard many stories of people who, you know, are set up with trust and then their life goes to shit because they just get into so many drugs and this and that and then they go to rehab and they're doing a lot better now mm-hmm. so you know there there are not just horror stories of yeah 
you know, trust babies turning out to be nightmares, but, you know, we just don't hear about that because it's it's not what gets views and clout. Yeah, so, it's not sexy to be like, oh, he turned out okay. It's yeah. Like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> when, you, when you see things on the internet, you know, a lot of people post things just for, like, shock culture and to get the clicks and the likes and the views, and a lot of that, I think that sometimes things that are going on in the world is all about the propaganda, mm-hmm. you know, and so... You know, it's all just to get the clicks and views, even with news stations of, you know, this place was blown up by this. And it's all speculative, but some of these places will say that this information is fact. And because they're the trusted news source, finger quotes, hmm. you know, it's it's what's taken as fact. And then, you know, you're, you're stuck in a giant war of he said, she said, all because of, you know, wanting the clout. And so, you know, I think it it's all really just interesting yeah it's it's what's well, a big like, chumble and i've had that too where like you like i've been trying to like you know like trying to be funny or something like that and you say something that you don't really believe yeah and then like a lot of those times if you make a joke like that like it won't go over well you and, then, see, yep. and then you're like why did i like i don't even agree with what i just said and it didn't get a laugh you're just like dude what was that like that sucks like you just kind of betrayed yourself in sometimes a way. i like to backpedal that where i'm like you know maybe that sounded a little yeah. like ignorant or something like that it's i noticed sometimes it, it that gets a laugh when you're like maybe i'm sounding yeah. a little ignorant here. yeah yeah bill burr he actually uh he i guess did that he started doing that where he'd be like i might sound a little ignorant saying this but and then he'd share like a really really funny view and it's true. If you, as long as you point out like the obvious of like this mm-hmm. might be a little rough or like you know what maybe I overstepped here. I'm yeah. gonna reel myself back in. That's the funniest part when you can accept that. It's so yeah. weird. It's it really is like a double edged sort of like you gotta you gotta you know uh, maybe not double edged sword but yeah you gotta tell the joke but then you gotta be willing to like you know bring it back in at the yeah. same time. I think it's the honesty that people value is like yeah. especially because you can tell when somebody's like just saying something just because you know because yeah. like they're saying it for you they don't actually believe it the shock factor yeah but then if they say it and they're like oh no and then they have that moment of realness you're like oh okay yeah yeah he, at least he recognizes he's being an idiot that kind of thing like that i think you know real real respects real kind yeah. of thing yeah that's true but yeah i don't know fucking the news media is fucking trying to get clicks blah 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 I don't know. All that shit is like, it seems so tired too. Like, I'm tired of hearing about everybody saying the same thing. Like, oh, the fucking news is a bunch of liars and fucking blah, 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 blah. I just don't watch the news. I don't. Like, I watch the news and, like, I don't. It's like I don't really do anything about it. I can complain about it, which is fun, I guess. If it gets important enough, I'm going to get a letter saying, you've been drafted. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, then it'll, then I might have to step in. But beyond that... Man, that's the shit I'm worried about. I'm like, dude, I don't want to go fucking go to war. What, what the hell are you talking about? Why yeah. don't I go to war? Who does? Like, it's not... Well, like, uh, I don't know. They're talking about going to war with Iran. I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit about Iran. Why the fuck am I going to war with them? What What do we have over there that's so necessary? Like, oh, well, you know. There's this... <laughs> they're evil Oil. or something. There's this joke of people like... The the reaction face that was, like, shocked. You know, that you've seen a YouTuber... Uh, like the Pikachu profile. kind of... Yeah, like, thing. oh, people when the Middle East is unstable for the past 2,000 plus years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so well. That's like the thing of like Russia invading Ukraine. Like, Europe has been a war zone for a year. Like, this has been like the longest peacetime in Europe. Yeah, like it was since World War Two to now. Like, it's common 
for them. Like, Russia's been invading Ukraine since Russia existed. Yeah. You know, like, the Russian people came from Ukraine. Like, Slavic people originated in Ukraine. That's true. So it's like, oh, uh, wait, wait a minute, you know. And I don't, I can't tell the fucking difference between a Russian and Ukrainian. I'm sure, you know, invading people's wrong, blah, blah, blah. But Dialect. Like, but, like, to me, I'm like, you know, why am I getting involved in somebody? It's, it's like when you see two people fighting. That's not your business. Why are you going to get involved Stop. in somebody else's? I'm making a citizen's arrest. Yeah, it's like, that's not your job. But I guess the U.S., now it is our job to be the fucking world police and shit. But, like, you know, we definitely have ulterior motives. Like, you know, there's a lot of money fucking, to be made. Well, there's wars going on that, you know, like, you know, there's a, a civil war going on in Myanmar. And Who? Exactly. Or, or in Ethiopia. There's a civil war going on there. I've heard of that. There's fucking wow, I sound ignorant. Armenia and uh, Azerbaijan are going to be going to war, or are at war right now, but there's no money to be made, so nobody gives a fuck. Like, it's not in the news, because, like, we're not fucking the police out here all against all war. We're fucking, oh, this goes against what we want, or yeah. we actually care about this country? Okay, now we'll go to war for that one, kind of thing. Like, mm. we don't give a shit about Ukraine, it's just we want to hurt Russia. That's the yeah. whole point. Which is, you know, it's back to, like, you know, people are looking out for number one. It's like, you think the U.S. is, like, out here for justice? Like, no, no, no. We're no. looking out to maintain our position. So it's yeah. Like, all right. Which, do I fault them for it? Like, game recognizes game. I don't know. It's weird to be on the side of, like, no, we're going to war just because we want control. And, like, I, you know, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. Like, on the one hand, like, it's nice being number one. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't want to blow up kids. Uh, so remember that you think uh, everyone else on the road is an asshole? Yeah. If you're a world leader, everyone else in the world is an asshole. Everybody. I mean, that's how we think. Every everyone. Else. <laughs> well, we're literally like we're the country that's like we're number one. We're the country of assholes. Yeah. What's funny? Endearing you, assholes. Endearing. Yeah, but you go to a, a foreign country and they're like, "Oh, we're number one," and you're like, "No, no you're not. <laughs> Shut up, idiot." <laughs> No, like I, I like I, I work with uh, you know like foreign people like South Koreans and Indians and stuff like that and like I'll be like yo American number one <laughs> and they kind of give you this look of like shut the fuck up but then I'm like <laughs> what like we're gonna bomb you you're here aren't you <laughs> you're here aren't you hey man you know oh shit um that's true though they're here but they hate that shit uh, <laughs> oh my gosh well you know because it's like you know imagine being like you're number two that's you guys true. are less than and they're like ah, fuck you guys you know. But, I mean, you know, being on top is temporary. You know, nobody wins for it. Like, Rome fucking fell. You're, you think the, the Romans were probably like, yeah, we're the fucking best country ever. Yeah. I believe it. And now look at them. They fucking... What do they do? What do they do? They make Lamborghinis and they have a Pope and fucking... Hey, there's... That's a, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, I mean, their economy Whatever. Oh. I, don't, I don't fucking know that much about Italy, but, like... I would like to travel there because I think that there's a lot of interesting history to be learned there. Yeah, I love uh, before Rome was even a meme, and everyone was all about that. I was I was already on that podcast shit. The history of Rome, I shit you not, look it up. There's like from day one to, all, to now, just history, just a whole story. The the quality in the audio gets much better as it goes on. Mm. But I mean, if you want to learn about that shit, bro, I mean, you will hear of the the great rises and falls of. Uh, I don't know. The Romans. They had some pretty good uh, early war tactics, but I don't want to give spoilers because I don't remember enough to talk <laughs> about it. But I know enough to tell you that it's a really good listen if you have, like, 
a couple of years to dedicate to it. Um, but as like background stuff, but it's, you, it's good. If you look at like it like, repeats itself. Just the influence, you know, like you hear about Hitler and the Third Reich. You know what the First Reich was? Nine. The First Reich was Rome. What? Yeah. The First Reich was Rome. The Second Reich was like before the fuck up of Germany when like I, I didn't know, make it that far. I in think the, podcast. the Second Reich was like fucking uh, Otto von Bismarck unifying Germany. But like, yeah, you know why they like the German Kaiser? Das that's Auto. Kaiser is Caesar with like a German accent. Or like the Ooh, fucking ja. the Russian czars. Czar is Czar. Caesar. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Like it's all Caesar. It's all like literally the um Caesar salad. I don't fucking remember. I'm pretty sure it's like the reason the Czar Caesar. The reason like the the family lineage of this the Russian Czar is the one that like came to power. One of the reasons is because the guy's grandma married or the guy's grandma was related to Augustus Caesar. And so Caesar. he was like he's like I have the like I had the lineage of Caesar in me, that's Caesar. why I get to be the Caesar. Caesar. Yeah, like it's it's Damn. it's all. Everybody's trying to be Rome. Everybody mm. wants to be fucking Everybody Rome. Wants the Holy to be Roman Rome. Empire. They was, hate us because they ain't us. Bro, the joke about the Holy Roman Empire is it wasn't Holy Roman or an empire. <laughs> like it was, they were just like we're Rome, and it's like no, you're not. <laughs> but they're like oh, but everybody likes Rome. Like that's what everybody tries to do. They try and like harken back to like, oh no, you remember when the fucking the guys were real? That's up. Like hmm. that, that, and I see that like now with like Trump's like make America great again. It's like it's all about harkening back to like, oh, the past was the shit. We're gonna be back to that kind of. Th- we're gonna kill. We it are just like they so did. back. Yeah, bro. We are so back. It's like, but you're nothing like you were in, in the past, kind of thing. I think that it's you know kind of the rose-colored glasses, mm-hmm. um, just kind of being revealed where. You know, not everything is as it seems, and, you know, there really is becoming a a divide of the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer to eventually where there will be, you know, no middle class, and it's it's just the rich and the poor, just like before, back then, and, you know, that's... Yeah, well... It's funny, people are, like, surprised... That people are assholes, they're like, you guys know that rich people are, like, out against the poor people kind of thing? It's like, that's how it's always been? Like, what do you, yeah. I don't, I don't, well, <laughs> there's, there are, uh, how do I say this? There are people that, you know, the, the ultra wealthy, the ones that you truly don't know about, you know, the ones who are the heads of every company ever mm. that own all the companies, those ones are, you know... They're, they beat Monopoly, but there are others that, you know, that's just their company. They're just like every every other driver yeah. on the road. They're just trying to get from point A to point B. Yeah. I want to correct my... I don't think it like the, you know, rich people hating poor people. I don't think that's correct. Like, that that, that was a... That was a um, I know what you mean. It I wasn't precise mean. enough in the language, but it's it has been like the yeah. wealth accumulates, and then you know a lot of times wealthy people want to make sure they retain their Absolutely. wealth. And the best way to retain wealth or to get wealth looking is looking out for number one. Oh yeah, well you look out for number one, and then you have the poor people. And if you can pay them less, then you get more money. And if you can control more poor people and have them pay less, then you make more money. And like that's how it goes. Good save. So yeah, it's not that they're evil. It's like yeah, they want to be rich. Like, yeah, and it's, who it's, doesn't want to be rich? I think it's one of those things too. It's like you see all these like yeah, they're just like, winning. That's it. Easy yeah. as that. You wanna you wanna get rich? Stop buying 
name brand shit to make other people think you're rich yep. and be rich. But that and like you know, if you take any Starbucks worker who's like, oh, we should be communists, and you make <laughs> them rich, you know, they'd be like, actually, you know, like capitalism's not that bad. Kind of, it's like yeah. you hate us because you ain't us, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a uh, well. I don't know. I forgot. I actually forgot what I was gonna say because I was thinking, you know. I appreciate the fact that you get to work for a dollar and, and everyone is saying that, you know, communism would work. But if you give everyone the exact same thing, no matter how hard you work or how lazy you are, what gives you any motivation to strive for something better? Mm. You know, and if you give everyone a million dollars in a year, not everyone will still be a millionaire. I'm sorry. That's just how it works. There are people who just don't want to, you know, yeah, they'll strive for irresponsibly. better. They'll, exactly. They'll, 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 they'll waste it. I think, yeah, it's like, you know, trust fund babies. It's like they don't know the value. Of, if they didn't have to earn it, they don't really know the value of it. And so they'll take it for granted and they might abuse it. And then they, you know, exactly. they, they don't really value. It's like the same thing. Like if it's free, people don't give a shit. It's like a public restroom. Everybody treats it like shit. It's a, the free rider yep. problem. If everybody owns it, then nobody owns it, and so nobody gives a fuck about taking care of it. Yep. If without good there is, or what? What is it? Without evil, there is no good, and without yeah. night, there is no day, and you know, without poor, there is no rich. You know, yep. there has to be that separation because if not, you're gonna just have a bunch of meaningless animals running around that just so happen to have pants on. <laughs> it's, it's that's us. It's uh, well, like a you, silly. It's a funny argument because it's so funny because people just forget that. Yeah. Well, I don't. It's not even like you forget. It's like you never knew. Like yeah. People say you know. Oh, right now is the worst time to work. They treat us like slaves. It's like you know we had like child labor. Actual slaves. Yeah, we had real slaves. There was child labor. Like less than a hundred years ago, we had child labor. We had people working. They had like uh, company jobs or company towns where it's like you work and the company owns your house and so. You, all the wages you make, you pay back to the company for food and for housing, and so you basically are a slave with more steps. I don't remember those slaves getting Hellcats. Yeah, exactly. I don't have a Hellcat either. I just want to make that statement. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking down on them. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Slaves back then didn't get what we have now. Exactly. Well, it's like you know our like our standard of living compared to like the ancient times like fucking kings and shit like like they used to have to shit in buckets and pour it out the window hell yeah dude yeah, i like, still do that now what yeah. are you talking about what are you talking about well I you don't pour the pee out because you drink it that's true uh, <laughs> um anyways call back previous episode pay attention anyway uh, i don't want to get into that but uh uh even though i brought it up but uh but no, it's like air conditioning. Fucking nobody had air conditioning a hundred years ago. Technology. Yeah, Google. you can get ice out of the. Fu- you know they used to ship ice. They would bring ice from like no the, fucking way. Yeah, they they would get these boats. They would go up to like the fucking cold ass Alaska. I don't know, but like ice up boats. north where they have ice. They would harvest fucking giant ass blocks of ice, fill a ship up with it, and you know have a boat come down with ice. And they would have ice deliveries, and they would put it in these big like ice houses. And they would chip off a little bit and give it to you. Because it, it would stay cold long enough, especially with good insulation and that much ice. But it's like, motherfuckers were shipping ice. It's like, now I can make ice. Like, you buy ice for like a buck at 7-Eleven. That's you get true. Eight of ice. They give true. you free ice at any fucking... Free thing, ice. Any fast food place or any fucking... Let me get a cup of ice. Station. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you know, 
It's a lot better than it was. You got a fucking cell phone. You can look up literally any piece of knowledge. They used to... There was one guy back in... I don't know, ancient times, we'll say. Mm-hmm. He translated the Bible from Latin to English, and they they were so opposed to that because they wanted to control the information that they made the Bible illegal, and if you had the Bible, they would kill what? you. If you had an English translation of the Bible, they would kill you for it because they wanted to have the church maintain power over hmm. reading and interpreting the Bible. Hmm. So it's pretty, you know, we've got a long way. I would agree with that statement, actually, if you shot a rubber band. That's um, pretty... Oh, man, I can't... Hmm. Controlling the... Yeah, controlling the media and what people see as fact. Yeah, but they've been controlling the fucking media since the media was invented. That's true. No, no, that's okay. You should shoot the rubber band back. Or fucking, like, you know, banks and debt. It's like, yeah, banks have been fucking people over since, you know, the That's invention true. of banks. Like, you, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. Well, okay, okay. So, I have uh, 6% APR financing Let's on go. my Challenger. Oh, that's and pretty bad. Well, actually, I don't know about car loans, but that's, nah, that's well, not good. Over, well, I mean, that's the standard rate, I think, now. People have I said, don't money. Don't uh, when I say 6%, some people go, that's so fucked. But other people go... Right now, it's not that bad. I do plan on uh, refinancing later, which, mm. listen, it is what it is. I'll get over it. I chose, rates go to, down. I chose to bear that interest rate because it's not 30% and I can handle it right now. Uh, but, you know, there's... It's, it's all subjective. Like, everyone's like, oh, right mm. now, 6% ain't that bad. And then there's other people like, yeah, I'm getting like... Point one percent, motherfucker! You leasing that shit? That's not that's not how that yeah. works, or, or just various things like that. Every everyone has like you know their their credit score, which matters so much. I don't give a fuck about my credit score. You hear that? You yeah, actually no. Should give a fuck about your. Credit I give score. a little bit of a fuck. You should give a very, very real fuck about your credit score. <laughs> that's the thing. There's there are people nowadays who don't care as much about their credit score compared to older people who who cared so much about their credit score. People care so much about money in their hand now, cash talks, which is really interesting because, you know, there's not as much money in circulation. Can you go into a bank and pull out, you know, $100,000? No, they just, none of those banks have it on hand. You got to get some special money order for it. I don't have a hundred k to pull out, but mm-hmm. there are people who are saying, you know, there just isn't that much money in circulation right now because so many loans going out, uh, fake dollars being created, and so... Mm-hmm. It's all about cash. To me, credit don't mean shit because I know half those dollars are made up. It's gonna it is going to just figure out. Yeah, but it matters to the banks who's gonna loan you like, you know, four hundred thousand dollars when you try and buy a house or try and buy a car. Oh, I'll have I'll have that paid off by then. Yeah, but it's like you want the credit because then they won't loan they will give you worse loans or they won't give you a loan for that amount of money because they don't trust you because you don't have good credit. Credit matter like whether or not like credit is good. You know, we can argue. I don't know enough to say like credit is definitively bad. I know there's a lot of arguments against. Credit. You need a you need a good credit to do a lot but of stuff. It's like Big at loans. the end of the day, the way shit works right now is you should have good credit. Yeah. It's something to aim for. Whether or not it's correct, you know, fine. You can we do not it. condone destroying credit yeah. scores. Yeah, you're not gonna fucking don't, argue with the bank. Like, give me this four hundred thousand dollar loan because I don't believe in credit. They're gonna say get the fuck out of here. I don't believe in credit. Yeah, they're gonna say get the fuck out of here. We're not gonna give you four hundred thousand dollars because how else are they gonna tell? If you're a good guy or bad, they don't fucking know you. That's true. So that's their only way of telling. But like, unless comes, if you like just are sitting on stacks of money. I mean, but then I mean, again, if you're paying cash, then you don't yeah. need a loan. Yeah, but how are you even getting? That's when that's when the IRS is gonna come knocking. Like, yeah. hey, you know, yeah, where'd you get all this? Where's cash? my uh, 
Oh, excuse me. Where's where's my uh, cut? Well, I mean, like, so you can get, like, for instance, a loan. There are, they will give you a loan. If you have no credit, they will give you a substantial loan, but hmm. you're going to have to give them a much larger down payment. So it's uh, like, collateral. You know, yeah. Well, it's yeah. like if you buy a house, and this is all like woo woo numbers, so don't <laughs> call me on this, but it's like if you go to buy a house and you have a standard credit score, I think you can get away with putting like, I don't know, maybe five or 10% down, something, something like that for the house, versus if you have no credit score, you have to put 20% down. Hmm. So, you know, like on a $100,000 home, that's the difference between giving them $10,000 or giving them $20,000 because they don't fucking trust you. Hmm. So, like, credit does, or like, they'll probably give you a better interest rate if you have a better credit score because they know you're good for it. The whole point of the interest rate is so they can start making money on you because they don't think you're going to be able to pay your later bill. So, they're going to try and make as much money off of you while you still can afford to pay before you can't. Uh, that's true. Or like, you know, especially credit cards are fucking traps. If you get involved oh, in that yeah. fucking mon- monthly interest, they want you not to be able to pay because the moment you start just paying the service amount, you're just paying interest. You're not paying towards the principal and so it'll take you 30 years to pay. You know, there's instances of people taking out a, you know, $500 line of credit and then they end up paying $3,000 for it because of all the interest they accrue and because they're dragging out the payments and the interest rates are so high. Mm. So it's like, you gotta be that, like, that's the thing. I see it the same way as casinos as I see banks. It's like, you know, people go walk into the casino and they're like, I'm going to win big. It's like, how the fuck do you think they're able to afford this casino? How the fuck do you think all this shit is here? It's not because it's a charity. It's because they're making fucking money off of you. Same thing with banks. Banks are these giant entities with a fuck ton of power. It's not because they're losing money. It's not because they're, you know, they're breaking money. even. It's because they're making a fuck ton of money. Casinos of aren't built on winners. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta be, you gotta make sure. Damn. Like, there are ways not to be a loser, but you can't look at these entities like, oh, this is harmless. It's mm. like, no, that you are the prey. If yeah. you're somebody who, if you're somebody who doesn't care about it, that's exa- they want you to be ignorant about your finances that's so they true. can take advantage of you and trap you in debt, which you have, you know. They want you to make stupid decisions so then they can take your money. Mm. That's how they make a fuck ton of money. You're making you're making some some good points here actually. That's, you know. There's that speaking of finance stuff, there's been like that one guy who uh, just talks to various people in our generation, younger people who are just absolutely upside down on stuff. It's like a financial advisor. Have you seen him? He's got uh, glasses on, that's all I can say. <laughs> um, no, but I, I mean know. there are some people who are absolutely just in debt and I'm like how can that happen but it's it's crazy that things are just getting like more expensive now without ways to pay for it but I mean more side hustles I guess you know I, I feel like that's that's not unheard of you know if you want more work harder you know well, I think it's people right? living beyond their means mm, it's you know yeah. and you know you can argue about people aren't getting paid enough and so like really you should be able to is get what that you it? well that's that's part of it is people aren't paid enough and so you shouldn't have to work two jobs to be able to afford standard things it's like one job is supposed to be enough that's true yeah but full-time job at least at the same time you got these people who are are living beyond their means they're getting these loans because they want to because it's like oh i can afford the monthly payment on this it's like you should get something you can buy outright because then you can afford it because you can afford the monthly payment now but what if you can't afford the monthly payment yep now you're fucked over. It's oh, yeah. people see it as I can afford, I can just barely afford this, so therefore I can do it. It's like no, you gotta look at something where you can pay less. That was the reason why like 2008 happened, or one of the reasons why is because they were giving people money, who they're like, oh, 
they probably won't like these are bad loans oh but damn. they made money off of giving them the loans so they would sell them the loans they would make their money and then they would sell that debt off to somebody else mm. and somebody else would have to deal with the fact that this person can't really pay it off because if you're willing to give a person a loan for five hundred thousand dollars they're thinking oh well that means i can afford a five hundred thousand dollar house it's not oh do i really am i making enough money to buy a $500,000 house, they're saying, oh, I'm making enough money to where the bank will loan me $500,000. So it's it's really like, and do I blame these people? A little bit, but but it's also like, you know, you have to look at the fact that- Should have been taught it. You should have have done your due diligence. You should have been taught it, but if you're giving out these loans, you have to know that some of these people are going to buy stuff that they can't afford, Mm. and you're loaning them this money, and you know they're not going to be able to pay it back, but you don't care because you make the money off the loan, and then you sell the loan to somebody else, and it's their problem. It's not your Mm. problem. So you make your money, and now this person is in debt. The other person's not going to get their debt paid off, and so that's how the fucking finance system collapsed. Because that's what happened in 2008. All these banks gave out loans to people who had no business having housing loans, or they would give them loans for way more money than they should have had, and then they sold that debt to somebody else. And so the banks made their money, they made their interest, and they sold the debt, so they made money off that. And then when these people who bought the debt secondarily went to collect, they couldn't. And so there was this huge collapse of, oh, I you know, paid for this big loan, I'm counting on getting this money, and now I can't get the money you know now i'm underwater hmm. so i you know but people have been fucking banks have been predatory since day one so like i yeah, do i fault them for it yeah they're assholes but like you know start a banking business man see that would be nice if there weren't so many regulations because the big banks know it's super profitable and Damn. so they have enough money to lobby people to make it really fucking hard for you mm. to start banks because they don't want anybody else getting in on their... It's like, you know, yeah, you make money dealing drugs. That's why drug dealers kill people if they're on their turf because it's like, yeah, this is a money-making business. I don't want anybody else taking That's my true. customers and my That's money. That's true, yeah. That makes sense. So... Yeah, anyway, that's my little banking rant. Banking fucking rant. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's some solid stuff. You know, I, I can't... What is it? Understanding that everything is, like... That's, pre- that's pretty logical, you know? It's not... What is it? I, I can't think of, like, holes to poke in that other than, like, if someone wanted to start a bank, they would have to be very uh, willing to, like, just deal with everything going on with that yeah they make it hard on purpose but it's possible people oh, start banks that but burned normally you have to have a lot Excuse of money me. to start a bank yeah that's true and so maybe you're in the club already you're in already rich or, oh, that's a big club i ain't in it or maybe you got a loan from another bank and so now they're kind of exerting their influence like oh you better not do something we don't like or else you know we kind of own you because you owe us all this fucking money like fucking uh what is it you know, like the Federal Reserve, they said there was like a 0% interest rate a couple of years ago, like 2019. There was 0% interest. The, the government was loaning banks money for 0% interest. And then the banks would take that exact same money and loan it to customers for like 3%. So it's like, well, why can't I just go to the Federal Reserve and ask for a loan for 0%? And it's like, no, 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 no. The Federal Reserve only loans to banks. Mm. And so you're like, the Federal Reserve is just giving the banks money to make money off of? Like, what the fuck is... You know, the government's like... They're charging... like, And it's taxpayers' dollars, too, yeah. that they're using. And it's like, uh. what the fuck is this? Like, you're making money off of me with my own money? Like, what the hell is going on? That's that's probably a uh, misinterpretation of the situation. But the fact that the Federal Reserve definitely 
loaning banks money for 0% interest and then the banks loan that money out for 3% interest and they're making 3% on money that's not even theirs. It's like, right. why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, I'll take out a 3% loan and loan it to you for 6% and make 3% a year. Like, why the fuck wouldn't I do that? Oh, because I'm not a bank and they made it very hard for me to become a bank. So fuck me. Yeah. So, huh. Wow. The system's rigged, man. It's rigged. You never could win if you play the game by their rules. But... <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Just uh, self-awareness, you know. See if if enough people are doing their due diligence in their job or if they're just collecting a paycheck and stamping papers and then sliding it to the next desk. Because it seems like that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays. That that is one of the biggest sources of, like collapse is just people saying passing the buck saying that's not my problem (laughs) i mean that's the same it's the fucking thing with like you know excuse me you know like getting double meat at chipotle double meat like you know you ask for double meat and then you tell the guy at the end of the line like oh no i only got single meat and they don't they're not going to check because like it's not their fucking money did you know that chipotle i think they actually start to weigh that stuff now someone someone somewhere said at some point in time, for one of those places that does the portion sizing, mm-hmm. someone said they weigh the meat at the end of the night compared to all the orders to see if, like, you know, someone's giving out a little too much uh, or not giving out enough. I don't think that. it would be giving out enough. I think they'd be like, give less, but... No, I, I mean, there's definitely, like, because uh, my buddy he used to go to Chipotle, like, every single day. Like, yeah. That's all he would eat. And he's like, oh, I know if this bitch is fucking handing out meat, like, we're going to come back later because she's a skimpy bitch. Like, because <laughs> like, you know when they give you less, you're just like, motherfucker, like, come on. You remember that face. You remember the face of someone who gives you more, too. Oh, yeah, you're like, I'm a, I know you. Them. You're cool. You yeah. don't give a shit. Uh, I'm going to leave a good review on Yelp. Yeah, you're going to be like, name in it. this is a good Chipotle because they, they give me out big meat. Double meat. Well, that's like, you know, same thing with the bartender thing. Um, like, I've been to places where they have pour meters on their drinks so mm. like when they're pouring out liquor oh. it's like it cuts you off after one serving size because they won't let the bartender do a heavy pour it, and it prevents skimpy pours if the bartender's trying to be an asshole but oh. you know it's like hey like i'm trying to get a little extra please like that'd yeah. be nice um oh yeah like those machine things or whatever oh the yeah the the thingy i know what you mean it's like a little they the stick cup. it on the end of the uh well no not the jigger because you can pour the jigger a little little uh bigger than it's supposed to be they have like a little like it's like a valve and it sees how much fluid is coming out and then it'll close the oh. valve as soon as one drink goes through what yeah i, I didn't know that I, I was like that's cool but also fuck yeah <laughs> you know hmm. it hurts but it's a nifty gadget mm-hmm. like i'll give them props for that very nifty um, oh, it's like, me. you know, like all these fucking, you know, speed traps. They got them in Europe, uh, you know, where they have like, it's basically like a camera with a radar gun. And if it catches you speeding, it'll take a picture of you. You don't even need an officer there. That's stupid. Versus, yeah, it's like, I want to speed. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> I have places to be. That's How, who, who, what is this <laughs> sign on the road? But a recommendation. Yeah. This podcast does not condone speeding. But what is this sign We're on the not, road yeah. <laughs> going to do? What 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 number is that? I can't even I'm going so fast I can't even read that. I wasn't paying attention. Or like like I'm it, looking at the road. It's three AM, you come to a four way stop and there's nobody at the stop sign. You'd seen that nobody's coming. Are Nothing you, but are you, you and all the other drunk people yeah. on the road. It's like, are you going to stop for a stop sign when no there's copo, nobody no there? Stopo. Yeah, it's like... I didn't say that. I'm stopping just because a sign told me to. It's like, uh, no. Wow, you're <laughs> just going to let that sign tell you what to do, little bitch? Yeah. Huh? It's like, little bitch? It's like, what's the baby? Point? The whole point of the sign is to keep you from running into people. If there's nobody to run into, why the fuck am I going to stop just because the sign's it? It's dumb. 
It's just, you know. I slow down and I look both ways. I yeah. don't blow through. Yeah. But yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll with be reason. safe because somebody else might have the same idea. Yeah. But, like, if you slow down and you're safe about it, you check, I see no problem. I don't And if you're in a manual, not I'm not I'm not going back in the, like, the 2 1 yeah, 2 1 bro, and the fucking. Nah. Sorry, Third bro. gear. Sorry, bud. Manual life. Comes. Tall ass. Sorry, officer, I couldn't stop at the red light. Yeah, all Major these other life. drivers on the road, they're a bunch of assholes. Uh, you T-boned that guy. Sorry, bro. He was an asshole. Oh, that guy, he was an asshole. He was an asshole, man. He shouldn't have gone. Everybody knows a green light is a soft green. Soft green. It wasn't a hard green. Hard green. <laughs> was it the red light? I like to say it was pink. You know, it, wasn't, it wasn't red yet. <laughs> uh, Yellow means speed up. Exactly. Well, I mean, and you see, it's the same thing with, like, you know, doesn't hurt to ask kind of thing. It's like, you'll see people run red lights and they get away with it. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Which I don't approve. Those especially red lights. It's like crazy. Yeah, some people are just fucking nuts. They're just like, you know, fuck they you. They have cameras, but they won't. They, some of them have the flash cameras. A lot of them have cameras, yeah. but, like. Are they on? <laughs> Is it actually, like, going to happen? I don't know. Because I think uh, a friend of mine, he went, I would remember I was driving with him and he went through and I saw the flash, but he never got a red what? light. What? No way. Flashes behind. It might have been for somebody else or something. I don't know. Mm. But he definitely ran that red light. Maybe just he was just barely. going fast. It going was so it was fast. like a yellow to red situation. It wasn't uh, like mid-red. You'd say it was pink? Yeah, it was a bit of a pink, pink light. Uh, but I saw the flash, but he never got a ticket for it. So, and he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, my parents are going to see, you know. Um, I got a ticket one time. For what? Uh, the oh fuck my seat. Uh, the Bloomingdale and Bell Shoals. Can I say that road? Yeah. Okay, the Bloomingdale and Bell Shoals road. Um, that left turn. I was delivering pizzas that night, and like five people were in the light with me. <laughs> oh, you know, well. That's the thing too. Is if if it's a turn lane. And it turns to red. You can like skirt in behind the last guy. It's like ah, yeah, and, ah, and and then like four other people behind yeah, that. Yeah. That's the best part, though. Is like you. At least you're not alone. Oh yeah, if there's somebody behind you. You're like I'm good. I'm good. They're getting arrested, not me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know they're gonna get the ticket. That's true though. Sometimes when I'm speeding, um, I think well, when someone blows past me, when the Nissan Altima blows past me, mm. all I think is they will catch the cops' attention first. But I think. That, that I, I can't tell you for sure that this is the logic behind every cop, but I think it's there's two logics that I understand that it's a coin toss at this point. You know, it's you shoot into a crowd of ducks or a flock of a flock of birds. You know, it's just whichever one you hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, oh, fuck. Now there's three three logics. This is a three sided coin. Oh um, yes. Which is you know the leader of the pack is going the fastest if it is a pack. Mm-hmm. Um. Or just the easiest to catch, like the slowest. Yeah. Behind, like if it's two people, just get the one behind. Make an example out of them. Yeah, so I'm like, slow. I'm not associated with this dude, but if I just so happen to be near him while he's speeding past me, you know, I know the cops catching me first, cause like, I mean, look, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I mean that that is the meant like when I'll speed on the highway allegedly, uh, <laughs> but like <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> um, but you know like when you're speeding and everybody else is speeding and it's all about the same speed like even fucking cops at least in florida cops speed flow of traffic all the yeah yeah i'm going with the flow of traffic yeah so to Didn't me it's pass like anybody yeah if i'm not if you're not driving recklessly and like yeah you're over the speed limit but like it's not you know it's nothing crazy like it's fine 
Um, and it's like, yeah, okay, if there's an asshole who's going like 100 in a 75 versus the guy who's going like 80, 85 in a 75, like, you know, they're the actual person driving dangerously. Right. So they're, you know, I think they're the ones who should get ticketed. Although there is like, yeah, shooting into a bunch of ducks. It's like, I can arrest or I can give any of these people a ticket. I'm going to give one of them one. So I, I guess you might be that person. Sometimes, um, you know, if if it's like a, just a random like a cop, and then he just pulls you over just out of everyone in random traffic. Sometimes they do it just to make an example. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. they'll just have you on the side of the road so everyone else drives by and slows down. Yeah, um, and they'll just they'll just make sure that like you know, if you're going the fastest uh, out of everyone, you know, with the average speed, then you know that you're. You know, get fucked, idiot, I guess. Skill issue, maybe, but... Yeah, it's like a school of fish. Like, yeah. as long as you stay with the school, you'll probably be okay. But if you're that one fish that's outside, you're yeah. gonna get fucking eaten. And that's that's the example being made. You know, you usually... Are, they won't always give you a ticket. Sometimes it really is just to make an example. Like, you know, make, one, make sure, you know, all your papers line up because that's just how it is. I mean, if there's mm-hmm. a reason to pull you over and you're speeding, they're like, all right, yep. yep. Win, win. Yeah, they're like, you're, you're looking like a... What is it? I don't know. Hmm. What's a good comparison to like? You know, it. You, it's you've got the pull me over just written yeah, all over you for trouble. It's they won't. The only probable cause that they have to get to pull you over, like that. The only reason they will truly pull you over is like speeding. If you have like you know one little thing here and there, they're not really like yeah. But if you're like a walking just road hazard, you're gonna get pulled over. But yeah. like. Speeding, that's usually just the only thing that's going to get you pulled over. Well, that's, uh, like, a lot of serial killers, they've been caught not because they were, because they were, like, doing something that that would have merited, like, nobody caught them, like, murdering somebody. It's like, they were speeding, they get pulled over, and it's like, what's that in your trunk? And it's a fucking body, and it's like... You would think if you have a body in your car, you Just would... drive the speed limit. Yeah, fucking obey the goddamn law. <laughs> but it's like... Or there's something I hear, like... People talk about drunk driving. They're like, actually, you should be like five over because anybody who's going the actual speed limit is probably wasted. Kind of thing. <laughs> Trying to blend in. Yeah, blend in. Break the law just a little bit. That's the thing. Sometimes I'd be, I'd be seeing like a really nice car just driving abnormally slow and I'm like, that person's fucked up. I can tell. Yeah. Like... They're they're going with everyone, but they're all slowly getting past like wave after wave. You know, just you can tell. Yeah, they're they're on something, or they maybe they just maybe they don't give a shit. Maybe they're just slow, folks. Yeah, they they could just be elderly. You know, that decided to ball out, get like a twenty twenty three something, and then be like, I think I'll drive below the speed limit. gas pedal what's that i don't believe in that oh i mean yeah that's the fucking people on you know on the interstate and they're going like 55 they do not believe in the gas pedal you're like what the hell are you doing like that does go. not exist or it's a foreign even if you're in the slow substance. lane you're still like you're an asshole you're like, an asshole <laughs> i get mad at them i guess i get it but and it's relaxing if you actually just like go slow for a while you're like i don't got anywhere to be like whatever it's a lot less stressful but you know you're an asshole <laughs> you're an asshole at least in my personal opinion. Uh, <laughs> how did you feel about uh, your your college experience with, like, how did you get to know people? How did you try to expand your um, friend group? I mean, like, so, yeah, it was like when I first went, I knew a couple people from my high school there. 
and we had never really hung out before, but I was like, oh, you know, like, I know you. So now that has, like, so now we're it's friends. the time commitment that you've known them further than what you have in common. Well, it's like, you're the only person I know. Okay. I have your contact information. I could be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I can't True. contact somebody who I don't have their Snapchat, you know? Um, so... I knew people from that, and then they were going to join a fraternity, mm. and so I met some people in that fraternity. Mm. Um, but then I also had people just in my dorm, so like on my floor, they mm. would all hang out in like the common room, and you had to go through the common room to get to your bedroom. Mm. And so I remember I was in my room one night, and I heard like a commotion outside, and it was weird because there's this one dude who I kept walking past, and he he lived on my floor, but I kept walking past, and he'd be like, "Yo, what's up?" You know, he kept saying hi, and I said hi back to him, but we never talked. I had no idea who the fuck that's, this guy was. That's guys. Um, but then, like, I heard the commotion going on. I went out and I saw him out there. I was like, oh, hey, like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> kind of thing. And then we just became friends, and I became friends with all those people. And then um, they had friends, and so you kind of meet people that True. way. True. Like, I knew this girl on my floor who knew a guy from a different building. That guy came over to say hi to her, which they didn't hang out in high school. They just knew each other from their high school. Oh. And then I ended up becoming friends with him, and then I was his roommate for three years, and, like, I still know him till today. What the? Yeah. So it's, it's just kind of like a, you know, chance meeting sort of situation. Mm. Um, but, but, yeah, like, as I progressed, um, I was pledging for the fraternity, which is where you're, like... Um, they said, okay, you can be a member, but you have to go through, like, trials, basically. Like, you're on... You have to do shit for a semester before they let you in fully. Okay. So, like, when you rush, you go and you meet them, and you're like, hey, you guys like me, whatever, and then they'll give you a bid, which means you can try to join. Okay. And so, once you get the bid, you can accept the bid, and then you're now a pledge for the fraternity, and they give you, you know, you have, like, a pledge book with facts about the fraternity. You got to memorize. You have to meet a bunch of people. You go to events, but sometimes you're, like, the bitch, so you have to be, like, the designated driver, or you have to set up, shit like that. Um, what kinds of events? Like, uh, helping the community, or just, like, no. oh, tailgate? <laughs> yeah, it's like, go set up tailgate at 6 a.m. Go fucking, you're the... You're the designated sober person for this party. You know, make sure people don't get stupid kind of shit. So you have to be, like, bouncer, almost? Uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes you'll be the door guy. I never had that, but I've seen instances where people, yeah, you have to be the door is guy. Is being the door guy fun? Yeah, Has you, anyone been no. like, this is fun, dude? Get the door guy I mean, guy you get job. to meet a lot of people being the door guy, oh. but you have a lot of people trying to fucking, you know, be your fake friend because they're like, oh, let me in kind oh. of thing. And you're like... I don't know you. No, you can't fucking come into this party. And they're like, oh, dude, like, oh, you're so cool, blah, 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 please. And you're like, you're like no, no, that's not going to work on me. I don't know you. And it's a risk if you let strangers into a party like that because they can act like an asshole and ruin it. And then oh, now the yeah. fraternity's liable for stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I was a pledge. And then as I was going through, I realized, like, I didn't really like these people. Like, they weren't my kind of people. Right. Um, and especially since I had the other friend group going on, it was like, oh, like, these oh. are my friends. Yeah, these are like you got to kind of pick pick one group. Can't be half in, half out on both. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, I don't, I don't vibe with this. This mm. is my scene. So then I quit the fraternity, uh, or dropped, as they say. Dropped. Uh, yeah. So mm. when you're dropped, it's either you get dropped because the fraternity, like, right. So not all pledges make it into the fraternity. They'll right. drop you, and normally it's like they'll drop like one person a week, kind of thing. Damn. Um, is that so? How many people try to get in versus how many do get in? Uh. How many people were in my pledge class? It depends on, one, it depends on the size of the fraternity and how popular they are because the better fraternities have more people trying to get in, so mm. more people go to the rush events. So what's better about them? More money? 
better uh, quality stuff? It's, uh, it's a couple. I mean, it's money, and it's kind of like the perceived status. So oh. normally, it's like the better fraternities, quote unquote, will probably have like like hotter dudes or like better parties, and so the hotter dudes associate with the better sororities who have hotter chicks oh. because that's the main two points of fraternity uh, that aren't professional fraternities. Um, and I'll if you ask any frat guy, most of the time they're, they're going to act like it's different because like I don't like. There is a certain extent that there are other benefits, but when I look at it just like ruthlessly, it's like you go because you want to party and you want to fuck girls. That's the whole point. And so they have access to parties. They throw parties. Uh. They have access to alcohol. So if you're underage, they'll give you alcohol because they don't give a fuck. Hmm. And they partner with sororities who have girls. So, boom. There are, you are going to be forced in situations with girls and you can fuck them. Hopefully. That's the point. Interesting. So... So the better fraternities have better parties and better girls. How was your fraternity? Pretty low, pretty low rank. Because like I went out with them one night and got trashed, and they're like, "Oh, here's a bid," and I was like, "Really?" Like I wasn't. Oh. I just wanted to do something for a night. I wasn't planning on joining the fraternity. Oh. Um. Damn. And then they're like, "You want to join?" I'm like, "Okay, okay." And then I went through. I was like, "Actually, I don't." Because like <laughs> what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to look. You're supposed to go to a bunch of rush events to different fraternities and see which guys you vibe with. Um, and I think that fraternity, because they were lower on the totem pole, they were kind of desperate for pledges. Oh, and so yeah. when I seemed like kind of cool, they were like, "All right, you're in because we need people. you." Pass the vibe check. Yeah, and they can't let everybody in in their pledge class. Um, so just seeing if you'd be a good fit. Yeah, if you're like a possible, and even if you're not probably going to get in, it's better to have a bigger pledge class and kick people out because then they get like the idea of exclusivity. Oh, true. Yeah. So the more people you reject, the better you look. You know, um, but yeah. So it's, and like there are some people where it's like, oh, you acted like a total asshole. Yeah, we're gonna kick you out because no, we don't want you fucking. Like there were some guys like the self awareness thing. There were some dudes where you're like, ah, you are an idiot. <laughs> like they're like, dude, yeah, I'm kind of like the shit, bro. I fuck chicks all the time, kind of thing. Like, man, I'm just hanging out, and you're like, no, you don't. Like no, you I don't. know you. <laughs> you're an asshole. Um, but is that like most fraternities were like? So like yeah, we're the shit, and then like really, it's just like there's not they, really they have their limits. Oh. There are some dudes who are up to an eleven on just like have no self awareness whatsoever, and you're just like, how do you get this far and not realize like you suck? <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. That's hilarious, actually. I was glad, like, because I, I stayed in long enough when uh, to where it was like, I saw that dude was in the front. I'm like, dude, this guy sucks. Those then, people get jobs later in life. Oh, yeah. No, that guy, he was social because he had no fear of going up and talking to people because he thought he was the shit. So he's like, huh. what's up? I'm the shit. Like, what's what, up? What's going on, guys? Because a lot of people be nervous. Oh, are they going to reject me? He's like, why would they reject me? I'm the best. If they do reject me, they're idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. That, that was him. Huh. But turned up, you know. Turned up. To another level. So... I mean, yeah, so once, after a while, I was like, nah, I don't really buy with these people. And, you know, it costs money. It costs, like, depending on the fraternity, it can cost, like, a $1,000 a semester. I think mine was, like, six or $800 a semester. I didn't okay. pay that, but that's, you know. That's a lot. Yeah. No, that's, that's why they say it's, like, oh, fraternities, you pay for friends, and it's only rich people. It's, like, it is a big financial commitment, <laughs> and it is kind of, because a lot of fraternities, like, half, there was one fraternity, um, what, what was it? Uh, Phi, Phi Delta Gamma it was called Phi Delta um, okay. but um, they were the largest fraternity on campus they were huge and like there were instances I remember hearing it was like 
two dudes started fighting and they didn't even know that they were in the same fraternity. And it was like afterwards, like, oh shit, what? You're Fidel too? And it was like, <laughs> so they're so large, like there's sub cliques within the fraternity and like you might not even know other people going on. But or who were in that? If if you were hypothetically in that sort of that, what is it? Your club, the club, the, fraternity. the fraternity. So if you're in that fraternity or sorority, do you in that generation, generations down the line, if there are people also in that that club, is it a club? Is it basically yeah. a club? Yeah, okay. it's considered like a a, a school club. Okay, yeah. so like. A social club. If you were working a job, per se, mm-hmm. and you saw someone who's like, oh, I was in that, that club, you know, would you'd be like, I will give this person... Yeah. Really? That, oh, yeah. That's a big... That gives you a big advantage. That's one reason... I think it matters more at, like, higher levels, especially if you go to an Ivy League and you're in certain fraternities in the Ivy mm. League. It makes a difference, but it's like, if you're... I mean, that was one of the things... The fraternity I was in, it was bad at my school, but at other schools, it was good. And so, it's like, oh, if I got in here and I have this stamp on my resume and then I go to apply for a job and that person's in that club, they're going to look at me better mm. because it's like... This guy, this they guy's were in the same way. In this good club too. So if yeah. other people saw that you were in that that club, yeah. then they would be like, "Wow, this person may be cooler than me." Yeah, in a way. I mean, they do that with. I mean, just schools. You oh. know, you you go to the same university as somebody, they'll probably look at you, especially if like again, if it's like an Ivy League university. Oh, yeah. If this guy's a you know, this guy went to Yale and you went to Yale. It's like, oh, he's a Yale man. A Yale that's, man. That's good. You know, versus like, oh, you went to Harvard. You'd be like, oh, fucking bitch. So what yeah. if he was like Swedish and he was like, I've been to Yale. And then you're like, now which Yale? Mm. Swedish Yale. Swedish Yale. I mean. That's jail. Maybe. But with an accent. Uh, I, th- I don't know if it's Swedish. That works. Yeah. You going to Yale. Um, that was in a Hannah Montana episode. Oh. It might not have been. It was a Disney <laughs> Disney Channel episode. I will fact check you. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's really... I mean, that's what, this is one of the things where, like, when I left, I was like, ooh, I might have missed out on that. Like, I'm glad I left. It's fine. Mm. Uh, I hate when people say, it's, it's fine. It's uh, fine. But it is kind of like a... Fuck, you know, I missed out on that one benefit. That would have been nice to have, just in case. Uh, but you'd say it's negligent. I'm here now. So yeah, like, okay, yeah. It's not the end of the world. It's just like, oh, that's a door that I chose to close. Side quest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm optional. Yeah, it was an option. I chose not to do the option. And so Nothing my life is different that. because of it. But is it different in a bad way? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I'm fine with not having any STDs. That's pretty cool. True. That's a good point. What? Is that what? Did they just give them out like that? No, but it's like... Is that a thing that they do? It's sort of... If you ask most frat guys, like sorority girls are not high quality girls. They're kind of sluttier. By and large, it's a big generalization. You're not necessarily a slut if you're in a sorority, yes. But like from people I've talked to in fraternities, they're like, yeah sorority girls are fucking no don't do that like it's sort of the thing you learn um and this isn't my experience but this is what i've heard is like when you're freshman sophomore you know of course like oh my god girls you fuck around and then once you've kind of like gotten that experience you're like oh now that i'm not desperate to fuck you kind of realize like 
actually these aren't really the girls I want to hang out with. And then you move on to Damn. like yeah, and then you move on to other girls. Or you'd like start dating people long term too, because you know in the beginning it's normally just like sleeping around versus long term, right? Um, but yeah, there's because it's a weird mentality. A lot of the people say it's like people who join Greek life did well in high school and want to continue being in high school. It's the same kind of like clicky sort of mm, thing going on. That's oh man, yeah, wow, 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 wow. No, that that actually kind of makes sense, but like just expanding to different colleges and stuff. Yeah. Wow. I mean, no, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, with how many colleges and fraternities and yeah, that's that's a lot. So the odds that someone later down the road goes to that uh, college and you're like, wow, how convenient. You know what? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I can understand well, that. I mean, because it, it depends to like certain schools. It's like 70% of the student body is in Greek life, mm-hmm. which is what they call sorority fraternities. Greek life. Greek life. Um, so at that point, it you get a bigger swath of the population. It's, 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 you know, double-sided because on one hand, it's like, okay, well, what are the type of people going to that college in the first place? If you chose to go to a college where you know it's very high Greek life population, that might kind of weed out people who are less sort of Greek prone, if you, if you will. Greek prone. But I think also you're going to start getting more people into Greek life who aren't your standard frat bro or sorority girl to where, okay, yeah, maybe they're, you know, like saying not all sorority girls are slutty. You're going to get a lot less slutty girls on average, I think, if you sort of average out the population in places where you kind of have to be in Greek life for to function socially. Um, versus other schools where it's a lot smaller of a thing, then it's going to be kind of like, oh, you're getting the really Greeky kind of people who are going to join versus people who don't really give a shit. Greeky. Greeky. But, like, if you think about certain school, like, there's certain school cultures as well. Like, here in Florida, right, there's FSU, UF, and then there's UCF and uh, USF. And so you kind of look at, like, oh, USF And UT. And UT, yeah, and UT and UM and all the other Damn. U's. Damn. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's a bunch of, yeah, there's UNF, there's uh, U, U, I don't know, <laughs> FGCU, Flagler College, uh, Stetson College, there's a bunch. Um, Rollins. But, um, <laughs> but like, FSU is the party school. UF hmm. is the nerd school. So it's like, okay, what's when you go there, you're going to kind of get a general type of person who goes there. Not everybody who goes to FSU wants to party, but you're going to get a lot more party people, and mm-hmm. so naturally Greek life is a lot bigger in FSU. Um, or, you know, you go to UF, you're going to get a lot nerdier people. Maybe you're going to get less people who are in Greek life who are a bit nerdier than the average Greek. That might also be the case. So, kind of depends. Interesting. Yeah. So there's like a chart for like th- party to Greek like a like a matrix i'm sure you could make one up uh but hmm. i don't i don't think it they would be i would love to see that chart that's something if somebody would, is willing to do that research i would really appreciate it because i, I want to see that a, like a google search like party school oh they definitely have like top 10 matrix. party schools versus like top smartest schools well it's like yale you know you go to uh well, it's like they call um, the University oh, of Pennsylvania me. the social ivy. So it's like, you know, they're more, I don't know, fucking sociable people. They're not all crazy nerdy. Like if you go to Harvard or um, I remember my buddy, he went to the University of Chicago and they had a saying. I'm going to butcher it, but it's like uh, University of Chicago where like 
the guys are as skittish as the girls, or as skittish as the squirrels, and the girls look worse than them, or something like that. It's basically, yeah, it's like everybody there is like a scared nerd or they're ugly kind of thing. Oh, man. But, and so you go to their, like, frat parties and stuff like that, and it's like, this is a fraternity party where everyone's like, yeah, bro. But at the same time, they're all really fucking smart. Polly was a, yeah. a very much so Yeah, you go to intelligence. Florida Poly. Yeah, there's no fraternities in Florida Poly. Who would have guessed it? Fucking Who nerd school. But I bet there's a huge fucking anime club. There's a huge fucking Smash Bros club. All I can say is a couple people who have gone there have said they uh, wished that deodorant was more easily accessible yeah. for all of the uh, other students. Yeah. Who did not see that it was um, required to bathe regularly or yeah. change clothes often. That, so. But they are very intelligent people, Good which is the craziest thing. Like they are they they put so many skill points in intelligence that they've like morphed into just like just this massive brain. Well, I think it's the type of intelligence. Like, they're not socially intelligent, but they're very analytically, kind of mathematically intelligent. Hence the large brain. Yes. Um, but like, social intelligence is definitely a thing. Like, being oh, able absolutely. to fucking understand. Absolutely. Or self-awareness, too. It's like... Read the room. It's like, dude, that's gross. Take a shower. <laughs> but like, hey, if you're not around it's people, Florida, at least not in person... Hot. But yeah, but if you're not out in person, you don't have to worry about smelling because nobody's going to call you on your shit because they can't smell you. So That's why would true. I shower? If, you know, when uh, co co uh, COVID showed up and the masks were around, um, you stop brushing. Your I teeth. loved it. No, no, <laughs> I loved hearing it when people were like, "Ugh, these masks start to smell like shit halfway through the day." And it, it was always, like, soccer moms that were making that complaint. Mm. And I was like, yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell if they were making those I mean, like, did you comments. wash your mask? I couldn't tell if they were making jokes about it or something. Like, you know, if they're saying that to be funny or if yeah. they're, like, truly just, like, why does it always smell like shit? <laughs> Dude, I would go to the gym in my mask and then, like, yo. And then I would go to class and, like, my mask would be wet. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of gross, oh. but uh, I didn't. I didn't really have to deal with a mask. Actually, it was nice. I I don't know how to say this, but I I wholeheartedly do not think that I was. Fa- I I'm low key ignorant to like the effects of, uh, you know the quarantine and stuff because I was like, you know I did a night shift job for some time, so I I missed out on a lot of like things closing down because it was already closed down and I was already just gaming when I was off um and then uh what is it yeah I just started working on boats and so things were kind of like things were a little slower but it wasn't really that big a deal like it wasn't it wasn't as crazy so I was like hmm what is everyone complaining about but I just I just shut the fuck up you know I didn't really share my opinion like yeah this and that you know it was it was all literally just like keep it to yourself we're just trying to wash a fucking boat here yeah and so like that's that's interesting to like hear that like you know you would have to wear the mask like in the gym would would it be hard to breathe or something i tried to run it a was, mask once it sucked but it was weird because it's like you could and the rules got fuzzy because at first it was like yeah you have to wear the mask in the gym and then it was like oh you know if you're running on the treadmill you don't have to wear the mask and then it was like oh you go in you get on the treadmill you take the mask off and then you never put it back on and it's like nobody and because everybody and that's too like 
we had a lot easier in Florida yeah. than other places, and I think people were less worried in Florida compared to other places. So you could get away with not putting it back on, and everybody's kind of like, yeah, well, I don't want to fucking do this shit either. I'm not going to say anything. You don't say anything. <laughs> we're good. We're good. So there was that. I had one time, I was talking with my friend. We were sitting at a table working on something in... Um, in like an open space and some professor walked by he's like hey like you guys need to spread apart and that got me i was just so pissed off so like, tight like I, I like spread apart but i was like fuck off like we hang out like you know i didn't say it but it's like <laughs> like dude that like, you don't know we hang out all the time we're this close anytime but now that we're in front of you right but i don't know you know getting mad about the whole covid thing it's weird because like you know people are weird about saying like oh you, you people don't want to say covid people don't, oh you know like that thing that happens like I find that to be weird. It's like, yeah, only because of censorship. Only because I see it getting censored, so I don't want to, like, you know. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like On my, the off chance that, yeah, like, my affects... four viewers will go to three. I know. It's... Hey. <laughs> Not because of me and my uh, radical views over here. Uh, yeah. But, like, no, um, <laughs> like, it's, it's like, I. People not saying COVID. I mean, censorship, fine. I get that makes more sense. But it's like, I also after it was kind of like done or not near the end of like 2021 it was very much just like dude i'm so i'm so tired of this shit i don't want to hear about it i don't want to talk about it yeah. i don't give a fuck about covid mm. i don't want to hear about people getting mad about it i don't want to mm. hear about people saying oh it's still wrong. like just shut the fuck up i agree it's old news let's move on it's so last year i don't want to talk so about last it. year i wonder how many uh how many like you know mask signs are still on stores I've seen a couple somewhere. Yeah. Some people still wearing them. I mean, them. some people still wear the mask. Like, especially if you go to different areas, like, people still wear the masks. And you're just like, dude, it's not, that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's so last year. That's so last so year. So last year. Well, I think, uh, you know, people say it's like, that's the, the. That's so Raven. It's not my invention, but people say that's the liberal MAGA hat. It's like, that's how you show your support with, like, liberal values. Because you ask anybody still wearing a mask unless they have a condition. They're yeah. definitely not a Republican. But, like. That's correct. You know. And, you know, whatever you feel about, you know, political sides, that's, you know, whatever. But it is very much, I think, people wear masks. I don't know that it's necessarily like a total concern, but it's more just for show. It's because they want to hide the lower half of their face so that they can just try and make this part of their face look good. And then they post those like, look at me, I'm so mysterious. And then they take the mask off and you're like... Put it on, bro. I had this. I'll TA. just we'll just cut a little hole. That's fucked up. I shouldn't Man, say that. I had a TA That's for one of my classes, and I remember looking at her, and she had the mask on, and I was like, "Oh, what's up?" And then slowly, that that was during the time when the mask regulations were like that was the detransition. Okay. And so the mask got lower and lower, and then it came off, and then you're like, Ooh, "Yeah, all right, never mind." Like, <laughs> uh, but uh hey while guys yeah. are talking about this i've heard plenty of women talk about this as oh, well oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. it's oh, definitely yeah. true from the female perspective as well yeah you hide half your face you might be a lot it uglier. was it was all just a catfish from the start it's like the that, masks. that family guy joke in russia where like you know there's the fat guy under the coats versus the skinny girl under the coats like reveal on three. Oh, and it's, oh it's fucking fat he's like yes she's hot um that's that's exactly what was going on but I don't fucking know. Yeah, the mask thing kind of that that was stupid. That the blue dicks. Ah, uh, that COVID. was interesting. It's weird to think that was like three years ago when it started. I mean, it lasted for like a year and change, but it's like 
that felt really long. Everyone it, kept getting stimmies but me. I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? You didn't get a stimmy? Well, people said it was taken out against them on their tax return. Is uh, that... Is that what, what? Did you deal with that? Did uh, you get a stimmy? I... I don't know how specific I want to get about it. Okay, yeah, don't tell me, don't tell but me. No, 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 it's no, funny because no, no, it's no. stupid. The IRS is always watching. All right, well, okay, I know about a friend. Your who next got a podcast My friend got interview. A okay, um, I'll allegedly. It's gonna be an IRS agent. Anywho, That's the interview. Somebody I knew who yeah. I don't remember their name or who they are anymore. Very I nice. just remember the story. Good at, at my school, <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> um, at my school, it was like fill out a form saying, "Did you get affected by COVID?" Yes. Here's two thousand dollars. That's that's no way. that was the extent of oh, this college. Uh, oh wait, no, 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 you know, no checking, no, like, prove that you got affected by COVID. It was a survey form that they filled out, and they got two grand. In, hmm. Yeah, through their, like, account that, that, you, that this university then direct deposited back to them. And you're just like, it's free money. You know? Shit. And I was against stimulus checks, like, at least personally. Right. I was like, I don't, you know, I'm not. No stimmy. I'm doing fine. anti I don't need to ask for money because it's like, at the end of the day, this is our tax dollars. So you're just fucking yourself over. But then it was no also way. like, if the government's giving out free money, I might as well get in on it. They're going to want it back, though, somehow. It's inflation. Why do you think there's so much fucking inflation? Because we spent. <laughs> we, we spent We printed a bunch of money and gave it to everybody. Oh, I wonder where the inflation's coming from. It's like, yeah, you fucking made a trillion dollars over the course of a year. It's not a fucking misery. <laughs> That's true. Oh, well, you know, it was complicated. No, it's not complicated. You print money. Not that it's going to be worthless. Um, or fake money. Yeah, fake money. So... That was... Remember then, Q Anonymous? That was... That's still kicking, I'm pretty sure. That's still a thing? I mean, I don't know. I think they're saying, like, the storm is coming is where Tom Trump's going to save. Is still eating people? Oh, he's still in Scientology as fuck. That Tom dude Cruise? Is, no, 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 no. Tom Hanks? Is he still... Is he still eating people like QAnon said? I mean... Is he still hiding out in that one island? I don't have any information saying he stopped. Okay. I don't have any information saying he started either. Good to know. Allegedly. I'll, I'll put that in my notes. All my Tom Hanks data is very limited. I know <laughs> he has a son named Chet, which is like... Really? Yeah. He's like Chet. a... He's been on like famous online kind of because he's like a uh, kind of guy. What does that mean? He's like a frat bro. He's oh. a literal frat bro. Wow. And he's just like... I mean, how do you live up to being your, you know, fucking Tom Hanks' kid? I mean, maybe be a little tame, but like, no, no, no. He's living his he's best life. You know what? I... That's true. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. There, it's not that some people aren't self-aware. It's that they don't have, they don't have, a moment where they wake up and realize that like, oh shit, just doesn't like always work like that. You know, it's something has to happen where you're like, oh, where am I? You know, it's it's where you literally, quite literally, you start, you you forget everything from your childhood and then you're like oh everything's new all of a sudden in yeah. a way where like you you almost gain consciousness yeah there's no like slap to be awake of like what the fuck am i doing yeah if you don't like run into the wall every once in a while you're not like whoa wait a minute maybe i'm but not doing what i'm supposed but to that be doing. one's like you know short of like when you're a baby and you kind of first gain sentience you can usually i think you can usually remember that but then it's it goes along with uh from that age 
Um, some people remember it like the second they got circumcised. Do um, people remember that? Some people do because they were circumcised at maybe like a later age. Like I knew somebody got circumcised when he was like twelve. After. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. His family was like, "Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to Disneyland. We're going to Disneyland, but you can't bring all of you. So we're gonna cut this little part off. And you get to go. Yeah, and then they're like, like yeah, that Disneyland thing was a lie. You're just getting snipped. Just getting snipped. I was just like, dude, why, 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 why? But that's like a why? thing though, where. Um, yeah, you gain that first sentience, and then the second wake up is, you know, some people just don't ever get that, quite literally. And that's, it's, it's crazy to think about, you know, what I call it scary. Not really, I mean, hey, that's... Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. I would love to be ignorant. I, I say that all the time. I just wish, I tell my parents all the time, I just wish I was fucking dumb. And they're like, no, you don't. And I'm like, I know. But it's really, it's, I mm. mean... Once you start to understand how things work more and more, you know, the magic is ruined, so to speak. You work at a fast food place and, you know, sometimes you see someone drop a burger on the ground and then they serve it anyways. And you're like, what the fuck did I just see? And now you almost feel like you can't, excuse me, go there. Is that at that popular ice cream restaurant? That popular local ice cream restaurant? Popopular. Popopular local restaurant. Is that what you're... uh, No. You could. We didn't. I didn't say who it was. You could yes. say yes. Okay. Well. Well, you told me not to eat the food there. And now I know why. I'm like, all no, right, yeah, stick to the ice cream. No, no. It was. It's. It's just the night shift people because, like, you know, that's uh-huh. that's who they had available. The the people who actually ran the business actually gave a fuck. Yeah. It, it's the you know it's the people. No one's gonna run your business like you can. But Fair yeah, it was it was like uh, you know the magic is ruined or if you work at. Lowe's, you know, you or Publix, you know, if you're stocking shelves, you go to other Publixes, you're like, wow, they did a really shitty job here stocking the shelves. Yeah. It doesn't look as good. You go to Lowe's and you're like, wow, some motherfucker didn't put on the price tag stickers on the shelf right. This thing looks like a toddler put it together. Yeah. And so the magic behind it is all ruined where you can't mm. just go to Lowe's and be like, ooh, Look paint. I love wood. I love, I love eating paint. Mm. Like that one grandpa from that one meme. The grandpa who ate the can of green paint because he thought it was mint ice cream. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, <laughs> yeah. That was someone's Halloween uh, costume. They went as oh, the grandpa that, that ate yeah, the yeah, can yeah. of paint. I was, I, my friend showed me a picture of that. I'm like, why do you have frosting all over your face? But now it makes sense. <laughs> oh. What's the worst Halloween costume worst? you've seen? Oh, costume? Or what's the most memorable, you know? Uh, I don't know. Most memorable. I remember this past Halloween, somebody had a breathalyzer outfit where you had, like, it said, like, blow me in the blowers, like, right on his dick. Um, that was, I guess, the top one, I'd say, from this past. That's pretty creative. But this one dude, I don't know, he was dressed like steampunky, but he had, like, bottle holsters on his side. Bottle so it was, like, holsters. so he had, like, two bottles of liquor, and he oh. had, like, shots on his belt, kind of like, a, you know, wow. a holstered gun with, like, little shots. That's pretty cool. Or uh, this lady, she was a priest, um, you know, dressed all, like, big cross and all that, and she had a Bible, but you open the Bible up, and it's got a flask and two shot glasses in it. That was pretty dope. A lot of just shots going around. Yeah. A lot of... A lot of <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, and then I have friends who are like, I don't dress up for Halloween. No. But for some of the... Like, this one guy, I know, it just works. He can just do what he wants kind of thing. And everybody's like, yeah, that, that's him. That, that makes lines him. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm okay with it. Like, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. You are you. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see as many, like, Fortnite or Among Us costumes. Although I'm yeah. kind of disappointed that I didn't see as many Fortnite or Among Us costumes. It'll be cool, like, in ten years. Like, when we're all adults. We'll be like, be like Yo, are you uh, Among Us? Uh, are you Among Us? <laughs> I low-key do want an Among Us tattoo. I, no, it's not not a big one. Just a tiny one. Like, the size I of a quarter. wouldn't get one, so. Why? I mean, I don't have any tattoos. Oh, that's fine. That's, I, that's still, very reasonable. It's very identifiable. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, that motherfucker with the Among Us tattoo the size of a fucking quarter. That's like when you see those people and they, like, do those stupid-ass tattoos on themselves. Like, have you ever seen the one where, like, the guy has holes in his sock, so he tattoos in the, the hole so it, it doesn't look like he has a hole in his sock, but he's just got dots tattooed on his foot now? That's... That's stupid. I, I think at one point in time I was part of a Facebook group that was like shitty tattoos and there was something along the lines of that. Yeah. There was a Facebook group uh, female inmates seeking pen pals. Mm. It turns out that was not a joke. And oh yeah. Yeah, they that was a dick. Where did they get Facebook? Where did they get the Facebook? They from? have that in they have like you can date prisoners. They have like posting so it's like, oh be my pen pal for prisoners. They talk about it as small town murder all the time. Like to like sell their art out of prison and shit like that. That's sites. true. Yeah. That's true. I remember that. They're like, Yeah, they met in prison. There's actually this this pen pal date data felon or something. Yeah, yeah. That always goes over well. <laughs> That's also like the that serial killers who get married after I can, they go to jail. I can fix him. Yeah. <laughs> Like, girl, you crazy. Girl. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? No, but you see, like, some of these tattoos, like, there's tattoos are like, oh, it has so much meaning, blah, 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 and then people who can't get tattoos because it doesn't have enough meaning kind of thing. Yeah. But then there's a certain point where some people just get tattoos, like, just like, I'm bored. Like, I've heard that's like a hobby, and people are like, I'm bored, I'm going to go get a tattoo. That's, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, <laughs> whatever. I don't get that. Really. I don't and get that Different strokes for different folks. I, I... Here's what I do. It's the same thing with uh, shopping in person and online shopping. I just, I, you know, hold on to something in the store that I want to walk around with it until mm-hmm. I, uh, I get post-nut clarity. Yeah. Or, like, if I want a tattoo, maybe even the same day, I'll just, like, keep staring at it on my phone or something until I'm, like, you know, I either want it bad enough or I'm, like, I'm good. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, and I think I, I, I'm not opposed to getting a tattoo. I wouldn't be surprised if I get a tattoo later on. But I think some of the people with, like, just, like, impulse decision, or they get, like, dumb shit. Yeah. Or, like, some of those girls you see this, like, you know, like, the Boner Garage tattoo, like, you see them. But, like, there's similar tattoos going on, and you're just like, why are you doing that? Like, what is that? I don't know. But, I mean, there's plenty of other people with problems going on, so, you know, don't, we're not going to isolate the Boner Garage girls out of here, you know, shout out, (laughs) y'all, hope y'all struggles going well. Uh (laughs) But yeah, <laughs> I have to pee. I do too. Uh, so we're gonna take a little, little quick, little break. Uh, actually, let me see. What time is it? Oh, All right. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here then. Okay. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts, my good sir? Anything? Think twice. I don't even think once. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining me. Thank uh, you for having me. I'd love to have you again. Um, and I guess we'll see y'all later. Kiss, kiss. Indeed. Love, love. Farewell. <laughs>